We should use another word like breakaway instead of secession. Secession is so similar to too many other words. Am I right, Puke? Oh, yeah. I'm involving people. It's too easy to get confused with other words that sound similar but mean very different things. If every word sounded similar and had a similar meaning, I'd be all right with it. That sounds like something you'd say, Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now the whole group is involved. Uh, In the context of secession, I feel people could get pretty confused about the following point. You could be making a great argument, but it could lead to a real Abbott and Costello situation. Am I right, chat? The rapid succession of events in this incessant cesspool has brought into secession the discussion on how to have a successful secession. (laughs) It seems as though we are separating into sets of sex. Once each set on some sick subjection of others into submission, spawning suspicion based on solely one subjective decision, race or sex. So it seems this simply sucks. This situation calls for a rapid cessation of this subjugation. It's my determination upon the culmination of this determination. Fuck. Three, two, one. This situation calls for a rapid cessation of this subjugation. It is my determination upon the culmination of this dissertation. There must be a negotiation of separation. <laughs> this is the best. No, this bad. consummation has led us in the direction of a decision. Where Am I muted or am I just... I no, can't tell. Oh, I thought I was yelling and I was muted. <laughs> This consummation has led us in the direction of a decision where the best selection is to stop the suppression of a discussion for a session. <laughs> yeah. That sounds, uh, that could have been pretty good, I think. Well, you laughed. Yeah, I laughed because he was cracking up in the middle <laughs> of it. Reading it actually made me like a little sweaty. Listening to it made me sweaty. <laughs> yeah. What's a better word for sweaty in your sweater? Sweet. Sweatstation. <laughs> is that like pers- perspiration? Yeah, pers- oh, fuck. Perspiration? Well, now we don't have an intro, I guess, huh? To all my friends, present, pass and beyond Especially those who weren't with us too long Life is the most precious thing you can lose While you were here, the fun was never ending Life a minute was only beginning Captain Coleman Nichols, this one's for you! So 497 in Portman. Yeah. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Hi. Brad. Hi. Welcome. Uh, oh, we're all here this week. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Why are you here? Where'd you go? Where you been? Funerals. Oh. Funeral. Breaking the comedy. Yep. <laughs> Grandpa died. Ah, uh, that's... That's uh, why I wasn't here. That's unfortunate, but... Uh, Don't know how to make that funny. No, I can make it funny. Okay. All right. I'll do it later. <laughs> Isn't it weird how when you're like, hey, my grandfather died. He was 96. And people are like, that's unfortunate. And you're like, well, I don't know. Like, was it? Uh, like, how long do people think people live? Well, 
Yeah, and when he died, I'm like, pretty... that was the best thing that could have happened, <laughs> yeah. considering the previous 48 hours. Yeah, well, yeah. Usually it ain't ain't fun, I guess. Unless you're like at a casino or, no, a carnival, and you're on a beautiful ride, and you're like, wee! And then it changes. And then breaks. you just, a uh, fucking bullet goes through your face. <laughs> Where'd a bullet come from? I don't carnival? know, but you were having fun, and then you're dead. That would be the best way to die, to not even know. You're just like having the best time of your life, and then Kafuko, a 50 caliber round, blows your torso into goo. No, this is it. You're on the <laughs> swing ride. Remember the swing ride that we went on at the yeah. Butler County Fair? I, I won't do it. It's terrifying. You didn't go on. That's the scariest I, ride. No, I, I ain't touching that shit. All right, been so, on, I spent seven years around helicopters and didn't die. I've had my chance. All right. Well, Gabrielle and I were on it, for sure. And it was a delight so there we are swinging and i look up and i was like i wonder how fat the person was on this before me you know because it's just <laughs> a couple of chains and you can always think back to uh you know that analogy a chain is only as good as its weakest link oh yeah it's a lot of links and, about and, this? and also you're at the butler fair so the odds are great mm. that there was a fat guy before you brett's last thing the chains break and I just soar <laughs> off. <laughs> and then the now my death isn't even painful because I pass out, <laughs> shit myself, r- a rainbow of poop down <laughs> onto the fair goers. Poop the rainbow. I pass out and just fly off into the woods. Yeah. And that's it. That's the end of Brett. Yeah. The ch- breaking of the it's chains. Beautiful. Breaking of the chains has a nice kind of. Yeah. You're free. Poetry to it. You're as finally well. free. Yes. Finally free. Yes. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you'd have to pass out pretty quick. I, I would want to see my shits hit at least a couple oh, yeah. of people. <laughs> then pass out. Nah, I don't know. Like your shit just goes all over the popcorn. Cart. I want to pass out laughing like I've almost done on this show a few times. I don't mm. want, uh, even when I die, even if it was spectacular like that, I still don't want anybody to know what my shit smells like. <laughs> I'm sure they don't want to know either. Right. And I don't want them to know. Given the spectacle of the whole thing. I don't know how much they're gonna, how much room they're gonna have for the smelling of the poop. You know, I don't care what's happening around you. If you're hit with poop, you're gonna smell it eventually. Yeah, yeah. you could be on fire. You're gonna smell the poop. <laughs> if you're on fire, yeah. Oh, okay, you could be burning to death. Like anything could be happening in your world. If poop lands on you, you're gonna smell it. Mm, this like is I true. don't think anything overrules. Smelling poop. Yeah, but you're you're not going to be thinking about it. But you're still going to smell it. Oh, okay. You're still going to acknowledge it. <laughs> uh, maybe you won't, because you'll have fire to worry there's about. There's no way you're not going to acknowledge it. If there's fire on your face? I don't know. Think about the most traumatic things that have happened to you in life. You, you One of your like deepest memories or strongest uh-huh. memories is probably the scent. Yeah, because somebody pooped on me, yeah. and I could smell it. Right. And yeah. then I was on fire. <laughs> I had a hell of a childhood. Wow, I forgot that I was on fire because of how that poop smelled. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah. Maybe it's better to be pooped on. They then. were going to take me to the fire ward when they got me to the hospital. Then they said, oh, no, there's poop on you. So they took me to the poop ward <laughs> instead because that was way more dangerous to be covered in poop. Burnt poop. Your grandfather passed away. <laughs> what percentage of this show Condolence. is poop? <laughs> we, hey, we give 100. the audience, yeah what what they want. <clears throat> this is what people have asked. I for. love poop. <laughs> yep. What about Irv? Condolences, I guess. Oh, um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's get through this. So, uh, yeah, it was a it was a funeral, <laughs> and that's offensive. 
I always appreciate religions at funerals. Like, oh, yeah? I had a Catholic, Catholic funeral for my grandmother and now a Jewish funeral for this grandfather. Mm-hmm. And it always just makes you go, oh, yeah, I guess religion is kind of a good thing. Yeah. And for you, we're just going to dump in the woods. Yeah. And like a car, I guess. But like there was a, oh, what's it called? A rabbi. Yeah. Rabbi Aaron. <laughs> uh, I had to meet with him the what? day before. And then I a had Rabbi a of, Aaron? Yeah. No, no. His name's got to be like Shlomo or something. Uh, How can a rabbi have a name like Aaron? It's okay. short for something. <clears throat> no, I bet it's Aaron. Aaron Ofskullies? I think Aaron's a very Jew name. Is it? A-A-R-O-N? Is it a biblical yeah, name? Yeah, I think so. Probably. Chat. Uh, how bible is Aaron? A-A-Ron. That's a joke from another show. Yeah, I don't like jokes from other shows. <laughs> so, yeah, we had to meet with the rabbi at my grandmother's house the day before the funeral. We were making plans, and then I had a lot of anxiety. AA anxiety. <laughs> um, ah, that's how we make it good. So I bring the shit. It gets on you. You smell it. You make it better. <laughs> I, don't. Um, I got worried. I'm like, geez, do I have to wear a yarm? Like, I'm not gonna wear a yarmulke, right? Why, Why not? not? Did you? I don't know. Do you? Have- <laughs> because I, I rebelled against this at age five. I had to wear a yarmulke at a wedding when I was a ring bearer, and I had to walk up the aisle and be all yarmulke. I was a ring bearer <laughs> too once. Yeah. Like that was the end. I went, I'm never doing this again. I don't want to wear this. So, um, yeah. How do you keep it on your head? Does uh, it just sit there. Is it lightweight? It can sit there. Set of hooks? I think there's a clip. Okay. And then there's a clip. It clips mm. on your hair. Okay. Like, that you know, how girls have things in their hair sometimes. Yeah. And they stay there. Yeah. Same idea. What would I do? What would Brett do? I don't know. We'd have to use double sided tape. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, yeah, like I. I thought, geez, am I going to be the only asshole not wearing a yarmulke? Luckily, no. You only get to wear half of one. This family is just <laughs> Jewish. Like. Half a yucca. So, luckily, I have they're horrible Jews. <laughs> That's very fortunate for me. And by horrible Jews, you mean bad at being Jewish? Yes. Okay. Well, there's two kinds yeah, of horrible Jews. <laughs> There's oh, the ones I mean, that, if they that were, control the banks and the ones that don't have a bank. If they were those kind of horrible Jews, my stress yeah. level would be so much lower. Yeah, because uh, you'd be rich. Yeah, or at least they would be able to... Or they would be. And yeah. then the, <laughs> so... Um, have their shit together. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of anxiety. Um, but it was nice to see my extended family, which I've been actively avoiding for a long time because I'm a real asshole. But through this process... <laughs> I think I've kind of softened up and I can see the good in people that maybe there's not like objective good in the sense of like, oh, you're a successful person and you've contributed financially to things or built something. <laughs> the only metric that counts. Well, that's kind of my mindset yeah. in a lot of ways and it's not good. Um, so, yeah, this allowed me to like see other aspects of people and one of it was like, okay, the family got together, everyone's supportive and sweet and nice and yeah. that's great. And then I'm just sitting there thinking, how much is this going to cost? How much is that going to cost? <laughs> What's it, who's going to pay for that? Who's going to pay for this? Yeah. You put that yarmulke on then. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, the the first the first night, the night before the funeral, everyone comes in. My grandmother lives in a very small one and a half bedroom apartment. Okay. And we are up to about 14 people in this apartment. And now the discussion of dinner comes up. Oh, God. <laughs> and nobody seems to want to take charge. Olive Garden. I'm the kind of man who takes charge. Hmm. And the plan was, 
let's get some delivery. And I go, we're going to eat. 14 of us are going to eat. What are you going to get? Pizza. My mom doesn't want pizza. You don't want pizza. I don't want pizza. I don't want another salad. I'm thinking, let's go somewhere. So I just say, let's go somewhere. I'm paying for it. Then We're everyone, going to get pork barbecue. Everybody protests. Yeah. Everybody thinks staying in and eating is a better idea. Eventually, I just call a place. I make sure they can take all of us. Yeah. We go. Everyone's so happy we went. I paid for everything. Most expensive meal of my entire life because it was 14 fucking people. Um, oh, wow. But everybody was happy it happened. What would they have done if you went to a barbecue place? Well. Would they, do they eat pork like you? No. Um, only my mom and I are the, like the You're, worst. Oh Jews. yeah. You don't follow that Talmud. Yeah. So the next night, I don't know if what that is. I just know that's a word. They were saying, where should we go for dinner? What should we do for dinner? And my thought is, well, geez, you New York people, like, you know, Pittsburgh, but from 50 years ago. If oh, you're yeah. anything like my immediate family, you haven't seen any part of Pittsburgh. Permanti brothers. In a very long time. Like, let's go out. This is your one opportunity to see the city. Yeah. Let's do something nice. Let's go find a place where we can all sit and enjoy ourselves. So I I propose to the room. I go, what do you all think of German food? <laughs> nice. I, I knew it was going there. And then immediately I went, ooh. And they're like, like what? Schnitzel? And I go, Yeah sausage <laughs> and i go yeah bad idea not give up moving on i'll see you later so there they all are at the olive garden <laughs> andrew is digging into the bottomless salad with italian dressing breadsticks just shoving breadsticks in your ass so they didn't they didn't like the idea of german food huh no no, I realized how ridiculous that was after I proposed it. <laughs> Why? Because, I mean, it seems like a fam- it's a family-friendly place. There's different rooms. Yeah, it's a great restaurant. It really is. Look, the, the Germans paid for their crimes, kind of, maybe. It doesn't mean the Jews will eat pork. You know, they don't have to. There's beef shit there. Yeah, beef shit. <laughs> I don't know. The beef schitzel. But, uh... So where'd you end up going instead? I ended up not going with them. Oh. I... You said, fine, fuck you. <laughs> Ended up hanging out with Alice that night. We got Mexican food. My family got Mexican food, but in a much lamer place. Where? Did what? There's only so much you can listen to your husband talk about poop. Where did they get it that's lame? What do you consider a lame Mexican place? um, Upper St. Clair. Taco Bell. It's just a suburban neighborhood I didn't want to drive the whole way to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lamer place. The restaurant. Yeah, because they can't envision... Going outside of like three choice neighborhoods in the South Hills of Pittsburgh. Sure. So, mm. um, surprised they didn't go for Chinese. <clears throat> that we had that for lunch. Oh, <laughs> the day of the funeral. What'd you eat at a Chinese? The triple Pork? delight. What's a triple delight? Uh, chicken, steak, and shrimp with vegetables and way too much of whatever the sauce was. Yeah. Brown sauce? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, some places they do. They go heavy on the sauce. It's not good. But at the funeral, um, you know, I feel like for a lot of people who are in their nineties, when the rabbi is reading, a, like talking about the person, uh-huh. you know, talk about the history of the person, they're like, oh, you know, so and so worked this very difficult job, or you know, this guy was a warrior or a soldier in World War II and things like that. With my grandpa, there was nothing. Uh, like chivalrous to talk about. There was nothing brave to talk about. It was kind of sad in some senses, but I, I pulled some happiness out of it. 
They're like, yeah, when they're like, Irv was, you know, not this kind of guy. He wasn't that kind of guy. He was just an Irving. And I go, yeah, he was an Irving. <laughs> like, that's a good descriptor for it. Like, whatever comes to mind when you think of the word Irving, that was my grandpa. But uh, he's like, the rabbi said, yeah, when he was 12 years old, he was at an ear doctor and they punctured his eardrum so he couldn't go to the war. And I go, yep, sounds right. Really? And huh. then he had a variety of little jobs, but he always was proud of being a mailman. And I'm like, that was probably the toughest job mm. that he ever had, being a mailman. Um, then he went on to just talk about the rest of his life, and it all seemed very unremarkable. Yeah. But <clears throat> to be fair, um, this man was always a very scrawny Jewish man who was never set on success, but one thing he always was was very, very funny. Hmm. And he always had great taste in cars, except he never bought a good car. All uh. of his cars that he owned were awful. Yeah. Like really awful. But he is the one person in my family who wasn't aggressively against my love of cars. He was just somewhat against? Nope. He was not at all against it. Uh, um, you said aggressively. Yeah, because everyone else was like, that's just a way to lose a bunch of money. You're an idiot. Mm. Like my dad was always like, oh, you're car poor and it's stupid of you to spend this money on cars. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm kind of good at driving them. <laughs> and he's like, doesn't matter. One of these days it'll work out. It's stupid expensive. But I do remember very clearly when I was seven years old, uh, Irv used to just move cars around for dealerships and he got me into an exclusive car auction in Pittsburgh before they went live. And I recall very clearly at seven years old, I got to crawl all over these cars. Like I got to sit in a brand new NSX. I got to feel how it shifted. I remember very clearly the huh. colors of all these cars and I don't recall color very well. Oh yeah. Cars, you're terrible with colors. But I remember how it felt to shift, what the clutch felt like. I sat in the Lamborghini Countach. I sat in the Lamborghini LM002. Oh, the SUV thing? Yep. I got to see wow. all these cool things way back in the day, and those memories always stuck with me, and they never went away, much like the whole Victor Borga thing. What? Who's Victor Borga? Wasn't it Irv who also started your love of fitness? <laughs> yes, I did mention that. Okay, um, good. I'm glad that came up, because that's like one of the, the best Irv stories I remember. Yeah, we were sharing Irv stories. Hmm. Um, I guess a lot of stories were... a stick were, involved, right? He had yeah. a stick? So okay. a lot of stories were... Irv, much to the dismay of my grandmother, would always bring home dogs and make up stories as to why he got this dog and what horrible thing would happen if he took it back and why they have to keep it. Interesting. Um, so like he would make up lies about the origin of the dog. Like he would go to the pound and get a dog, except the story was somebody dropped it off at his, at his Army and Navy store and never came back to pick it up. Hmm. Anyway, um, but Irv... I would stay at their house when I was a kid and I watched him do this because he was 96. So when I was born, he was already in 60s. Mm -hmm. So he was always a frail old man. But there were weird things he would do. Like I'd get up in the morning, he would play his old timey radio with like 40s music playing. Like horrible, like lo-fi yeah. 40s music okay. playing way too loudly out of the worst stereo ever. <laughs> while he yeah. just was in his bathroom with the door open, a half bath. Door open, sink on, full blast hot, steam everywhere, no vent. Okay, yeah. Very steamy bathroom, and he would just be there in his like wife beater or white t-shirt, tucked into like his boxers. I don't know why you tuck into the boxers. <laughs> High know. socks. Okay. Shaving for what appeared to be hours. 
just shaving, steam, music. Huh. And then he'd come out and he'd go in the dining room. He'd take a chair, slide it out into the empty space in the living room. And it'd still be in the, the socks and the boxers and the tucked in wife beater. Okay. And he'd also have a yardstick. And then he had these little squeezy things with springs on them. And that was his workout. Something with a chair, with a yardstick, sort of leaning towards the chair and holding the yardstick or laying the yardstick <laughs> down next to him while he... So like some sort of ridiculous 1920s calisthenics Yeah, thing? pretty much. Yeah. That was it. And it always was very perplexing to me. <laughs> and we used to go on walks. And then he would buy... Uh, he was not a big spender, but occasionally we'd go to the dollar store and he would buy dollar toys for me, which would break almost immediately. Like those foam airplanes. And as soon as you throw it, it just... Like nose dives into the ground, oh and yeah, just explodes and foam. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I didn't even know there were dollar stores back then. Yeah, that was a relatively oh, new thing. I can tell you, they probably weren't even dollar stores. They're probably cheaper than a dollar. They were like he knew where all less of them than were. a dollar store. Yeah, he right. knew where they were. Yeah. Though. Oh man, dollar store. What was it? Dollar family dollar or whatever. They had to they had to up their prices over a dollar. Now they can't sell shit. Inflation, baby. Dollar menu is gone. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it was Victor Borga. You never explained who that is. I sure did at the very beginning of the show, or before the show. Yeah, huh? Oh, is that so what you're the asking? audience might not know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, before That's the why. show, we were talking about <laughs> Victor Borga and my grandmother and one of the things that she imparted on me. And then Victor Borga was a classically trained pianist um, from early in the like the twentieth century, sixties or fifties or something. I mean, I think his deck or his career well, sp- probably spanned s- many, many decades. Yeah, but, but you can see him on like video, and that has to have been from the sixties or seventies, right? When they videotaped, I bet his he stuff? kept going until the nineties. Eighties, really? Yeah, eighties. Yeah. Okay, but um, like he probably went deep into his eighties still performing. But he was a classically trained pianist, and he would do a musical gag comedy show. Yeah, and it was quite good and kind of unique, and he had a pretty good handle on his stage presence and control of himself and like he knew exactly what he was doing everything was very well rehearsed as as like a concert trained pianist would be right right but it looked like it wasn't rehearsed yeah because i think you you showed me clips of this guy on youtube or something years ago yeah he's talking about him yeah it was it was uh it made me chuckle he lived to be 96 91 91 wow died in 2000 Looks like he was a little Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, did your family uh, ever make it back home? Did they take Southwest flights? Oh, uh, they were supposed to fly in on Southwest, and they ended up driving. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Did anybody just not come to the funeral? No, everyone came. Oh, interesting. Okay, maybe not that interesting. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Like, yeah, shit got canceled. So yeah. they drove. What did yeah. you say about the calisthenics? Oh, I just Yo, said... What the fuck, old man? Yeah, I said Irv was a, a unique guy. He's the only person in my entire life that I ever saw that had these squeezy things. And he's the only person I ever saw that could work out with a yardstick. Are you telling me Sylvester Stallone didn't have those in Over the Top? He must have. Yeah, in movies the, or... Like, it's just the, the, the spring, spring loading, things that you squeeze with your hand to exercise your foregrip strengthener. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Irv, he certainly had zero muscles. Like, the diameter of his bicep must have been three and a half inches, <laughs> but he probably had great grip. He had, right. that, he had that old man grip. Yeah. So you like, should you should have, I mean, it's okay that you didn't, obviously, and the, t- the chances passed, but you should have said Irv and Sylvester Stallone. 
tie a person at a, when pretty much the same guy give <laughs> a like a tie into a celebrity that would have been a great opening line to go up there and go you know how Irv was like Sylvester Stallone the only celebrity I could think of was when I saw pictures of young Irv like from his 30s and 40s he looked a lot like John Waters which is not good mm. no, yeah go with yeah, Stallone kinda... over the top <laughs> it's a custody battle all options are on the table or like a dark-haired Joe Jackson with a mustache. Ooh. No, that's nice. So that took you out of uh, the show last week. Uh, oh, I think yeah. I also, through the funeral, I think I realized why I hate musicals. Mm, oh, because they're oh. terrible? Well, sure. And not fun? But and annoying? I think I was, at a very young age, predisposed to hate them. I don't like randomly breaking into song. And I think this is the main reason I refuse to go to Temple from like age six on. Oh, because singing? I would go to Temple and like, yeah, okay, I get it. You sit there, it's boring. You got to listen to a guy. But then all of a sudden, everyone in unison is singing. And oh, it's, yeah. I never liked that. It was always very, very uncomfortable. And especially, it's one thing with like you Christians where you all sing like God is the best and we love Jesus. Yeah. La, 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 la. Right? But at the Jewish ones, they sing in Hebrew. Oh. And that is even more uncomfortable, <laughs> right? Because you don't even know. What, you're just up there going, ah, ah, ah. So at the funeral, the rabbi is giving his speech, and he's a very sweet man. He's nice. And then he just starts, like, saying prayers in Hebrew, mm -hmm. which is already bad enough. But then he starts singing in Hebrew by himself. And like everyone With no else musical is, accompaniment? No, and everyone else is kind of joining in, but they're more just repeating the prayers when he's doing the prayers. But he sang a song totally on his own in Hebrew, and that was really, really awful. I wanted to like crawl into the casket. It sounds <laughs> to me like you just don't have enough experience with people suddenly breaking into song. Puke, cue the music. <laughs> oh, boy. Is this the music? That's the fastest music I could get to. <laughs> ah, well, let's uh, you while you look for music, I'm just gonna go, Andrew. It sounds like you don't have enough experience with people just breaking into song. <laughs> Not all songs suddenly broke into our fun. Some are dark. Some are scary. Some are about topics that nobody wants to talk about. Oh, now it's starting to pick up. Do you want a better song? Shit, I almost <laughs> went into the, that whole <laughs> N-word thing again. Okay. Glad I didn't do that. All right. But, uh, ah! <laughs> Okay, so, um, but yeah, the bottom line is I, I realize this is why I hate musicals. Yeah, I uh, I hated going to church and singing too because you'd, you'd start it with, with singing and then uh, like halfway through they'd be a singing and then at the end you'd have to sing. Like there was just never ending singing and uh, I don't know. I, I disliked it very much though. So. I don't know. The songs were always the best part of church for me. Really? Yeah. Ugh. Lamb of God type shit. Oh, yeah. All things bright and beautiful and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't know. Good Catholic church song. Hosanna. I remember that he used to say, I never learned the, the lyrics, but I felt like one was Hosanna. Hosanna. 
Hold Meet on. you all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and everyone would clap. Wait, isn't that... No, not like that. They'd oh, clap rhythmically. Like, like slowly. Yeah. It's a rocket song, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. All I want to do when I wake up in the morning is see your eyes. Jesus! Hosanna! Hosanna! Wait, wasn't it Rosanna? Well, we're at church, so you have to say Jesus. Rosanna's a whore. We praise Jesus here. Oh, man. There must be a church where they sing pop songs. Oh, yeah. They're like the, the, the modern churches, the hip, cool churches trying to get new blood in there. Uh, they have to exist, like like uh, like Christian rock, you know. That's a thing. yeah, but that's their own songs. Like, what, is there any that would just sing like Belinda Carlisle? Oh. Okay, now pick up your hymn book. We're going to be singing this song. Sounds more like a her book. This is uh, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <of> <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, All right, we need to uh, find a word for that. That's not not sexist. Andrew, you just picked up your notebook and tried to get everyone's attention in a very inspired kind of way. Well, no, I was going to say. Since it's been a while since it's been on the show. And, <laughs> and I had stuff that I didn't get to on the last show. I got a lot chambered, but I don't want to monopolize the whole show. So I'm just going to read you all the topics and then at some point down the road in the show when you run out of shit you want to talk about then feel free to pick out one of these topics so one is my back <gasps> your poop two is figured out racism <laughs> oh, i want to hear that three is love for pittsburgh rekindled oh tell, tell me about that i mean don't uh, that's an expression but <laughs> four is nfts yeah five mm. is rodents slash chipmunks and drinking I got a lot to say about any of those things. Uh, why is your poop not on there? No that, news? No, no updates. Yeah, well, let's talk about your back because <laughs> I've got lots of ideas and suggestions. Uh, these, these, my topics could go right into this. I've had a lot of great successes lately that I'm just anxious to, to chat about ah, with uh, diet and fitness. But, uh, you know, it's up to you to open this with like, a back problem, then let's fucking solve it. Well, Puke, what about ah, you? my back! What about me? You got anything else you'd rather talk about besides me or my shit? Never. Well, if you can't talk about your <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, what else is there? Uh, the only thing I really have to talk about is I went to a Pittsburgh Penguins game. Huzzah. I, my life is just fucking filled with delights, and I feel like sitting here going <laughs> on and on about them. I mean, it's just been an absolutely amazing weekend of great new experiences and adventures, and that you can't make good comedy out of that. You got to make good comedy out of complaints yeah. and problems. I got a complaint. Buying a house. Neuroses. Oh, geez. What's up with these houses? Well, apparently you have to get deeds. Monopoly makes it seem so easy. Andrew, let's get into this back. Let's get this, okay, this all right. sick thing I solved. I just want to get into the hockey game. Ah, my back. So, um, yeah, last update was Scott Hambrick encouraged me to like go work it out anyway. Scott Hambrick, uh, his advice got me hurt. <laughs> you guys were there when it happened. Yeah. He said, do rack pulls. I said, all right, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, that's them. what he told me to do. Yep. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's, hey, my leg fell off. Do rack pulls. <laughs> 
it's going to be hard with one leg. One legged rack pulls. Yeah. Um, so here's the other thing. Scott Hambrick is about six two, two hundred and forty. So his body uh, makeup is a little different than ours too. Mm. So he has like a minor tweak. Somewhat of a monster of a yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, so I took his advice and I went, yeah, why be, I'm, I'm sick of being easy on myself. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Why let that body heal? Fuck that body. Oh no, it worked out perfectly. Oh, like the first thing I did the leg extension machine and then I'm like, oh, oh, I could do it. It was great. Yeah. It was the first quad exercise I did in I don't know how long. In the army, when you get shot, they tell you to shoot it again. It gets better that <laughs> yeah. way. It's well, how do you cure amnesia? Get hit in the head oh, a second time. A second right. frying pan. Yeah. Let's get hard on ourselves, right? Yeah. When I lived Gross. here, when you were in California, I used to catch him hugging himself in the mirror. I'd be like, this guy is too easy First on himself. First of all, why yeah. are you in his bathroom? He's just too Second easy on himself. <laughs> what? I hope that's a true story. No. Damn. Yeah. Before I leave for the day, I'd adjust my tie and look in the mirror and say, you got this. Yeah. You give yourself a motivational speech. And yeah. The two gun, the two finger guns. Yeah, yeah. No, that's too threatening. Hey, there oh, is this woman. Up. Yeah, two thumbs up. This yeah. woman that, uh, shit, what was her name? She she used to be on CNN, but she's actually very cool. And, wow, uh, ah, fuck, what's her name? It's right in, uh, she was on Tom Bilyeu's, uh podcast. You ever listen to that? Impact Theory? No. Nope. Once. Ah, it's pretty good. But uh, she was talking about, oh, you should high five yourself in the mirror. <laughs> that's probably where I got that idea that about a guy like a hugging great himself. Way to break mirrors. Yeah, that's how you no, get. Not, that's how you get scars like that. Not aggressively. <laughs> Best case scenario, you just get a handprint. It's like self celebration. It's not that, the no, worst thing. No, yeah. that's like acting like a stupid bird, <laughs> where a bird flies into itself. Also, like that sounds like a bitch that doesn't have to clean her own mirrors. Yeah, you don't fucking smudge up mirrors. If I had and a glass. cleaner, like clean up after me. Yeah, yeah. Then I'd high five windows and shit. I think it'd be an air high five, especially okay, considering well, I guess the, you could do- the, the state of the world right now and the dangers. You, do you might get COVID fives. from your uh, your fucking alter reflection. ego and the reflection. Yeah, yeah. And the other the alter world. Yeah. So the next day, yeah, I do the row machine and I go. That was great. I worked out my lower back. Now the row machine. People at home who are, you know... Not like a rowing machine. All different sizes and sexual orientations and may even not be at home at right now, right? You know, I, I don't want to make any presumptions about our they listeners might, and yeah, label them anything. Uh, so a rowing machine and a row machine are different things. You've all seen the rowing machine. Your dad had one in the 80s. The row machine is a machine that you My get on didn't. and you pull. What? My dad definitely did not. My dad did. He never used it. <laughs> Andrew um, has one. He never used it. I remember oh, yeah. he got it. He's like, this is called a rowing machine, and it's really going to change the game for me, he said. <laughs> sat in the basement and got very dusty. Um, Pretty soon I'm going to have a trophy. Oh, oh, nice. What? That's what your dad said. Oh. Yeah, After for, he got the rowing the game? machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, this is a row machine. So if you've seen Nautilus machines, like if you've picture a gym, if you've never been in one, there's a bunch of machines. Google it. You can yeah. you can look up stuff nowadays. Right, and you just pull in. It's a pulling motion. You push or you pull. All your muscles are pushing and pulling. This is a if pull. you're twisting, you're probably doing it wrong. And you would be working your obliques, which are the side of your abs. So. Um, did that felt good? I'm like, oh, I'm back. Mm-hmm. I announced I'm back. Puke and I go to the I'm gym. Back, baby. We get on the leg press machine, which is a little awkward. We're getting used to it still. Mm-hmm. And yes, I feel like it's not as good as the other gym's machine. Maybe, but I feel like it gave me a good workout the previous time I did it. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. So start putting on weight. Do like 360 and do a couple warm ups, light warm ups, 450, 540. Then I go to 
Are these skateboard maneuvers? What I'm going to do for well, like <laughs> two sets of 6.30, and I push it once at 6.30, yeah. and I go, oh, and I rack it, and I go, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. And I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, I wish I could find that drop fast enough. And that took me out for a few more days. And then just yesterday, went back. I'm like, geez, I haven't done a hamstring exercise in quite a while. And that's how I hurt my back, was doing a hamstringy thing. Yeah. When you hurt yourself on the leg press, you're supposed to make this noise. <laughs> <laughs> what hamstringy thing were you doing? I'm sorry, I forget. Tire flips. T- that's right, tire oh, flips. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole posterior chain. Yeah, thing, that's, that's more than just your hamstrings. That's, every, it's, that's your whole body. Yeah. That's so, everything. You could hurt anything. Yeah, well, that's my back. Uh, so yesterday, I'm like, let's do uh, good mornings. Ooh. Started doing them. I go, feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good? Yeah. And Puke's like, up, oh, keep your legs more stiff or do this, that, or the other. And I, I listened. And then at some point, I just went down a little bit lower than I was before. And I made that noise again. And that was that. Yeah. So that's a fucking I closed honor. the drop already if you wanted me to make that. No, that's all okay. right. Damn it. Not a- were you, how much weight were you using? Not much. I was like 90 like something. I think it was. Yeah, it might have been just like 95 pounds. Not much. That is kind of a lot of weight to have on the back of your neck when you have a back injury. Now, good morning, everybody, is you stand with your legs kind of stiff. And with a boner. Bend. You hinge if you can. <laughs> if you have a dick and it gets hard, yes. Uh, it's a good place to know where to stop, too, when you're looking like right down your dick hole. Mm-hmm. Then you go back up. <laughs> um, so you hinge forward at the hips. With weight on your back, and this is a lower back exercise. Let's get some bands and do some demonstrations. I think we're good. All right. Well, I'm getting them. <laughs> but so yeah, so like now people can envision it. It's all. status quo. You're hurt. Uh, no, I'm, I mean I'm I'm pretty good. Like uh, I didn't struggle too much to put on socks and such. <laughs> Man, yeah. I'm, if you can't put on socks, that's when you know you're injured. So all I do now, and this is all I've done since I left Butler, which has been. I do make this noise getting in and out of the car. Oh, yeah, I've yeah, that's that a noise. I've that's made a that noise. Yeah, I'm sore and old noise. Yeah, I do kettlebell stuff, just basically swings and pull ups and dips, and then everything else I do requires resistance bands. I think yeah. I just need to get me a chair and a yardstick and <laughs> it's a springs and some grippers. Real skinny. But man, I just I want to have you do uh, band stuff. But it seems like a waste of this gym where there's those tires you could be flipping. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, take some of the tires off the uh, uh, the CRV. Start with those. <laughs> yeah, little tires. Yeah. Work your way up to the big tractor tire. So, so your back is fixed completely now? You're fine? Wait, so almost. what are you going to... Well, wait a minute. Why do you say almost? Because right now it feels pretty good. Well, you're sitting. Sometimes it doesn't feel good to sit. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, so, I mean, are you icing? Are you doing anything? Are you it's like s- a long shower. Have I ever told you about the rice sock? Yeah. <laughs> you did explain that, yeah. I put a rice sock on mm. uh, Sweet Gabriella a couple nights ago. She fell right asleep. <laughs> so it can be very Did soothing. you put it on her mouth or something? Like <laughs> yeah, suffocator? Like, 
No, no, no. Actually, she might have fallen asleep before, and then I put it on. I woke her up. So I'm putting this hot rice sock on you, so don't be startled. <laughs> she woke up and ah! has it burned her flesh away. Well, we all know about the red rice sock. If you've been listening for a while, I mm-hmm. would say that I would wrap uh, my dick in a red hot rice sock. And you were in California when I was doing this puke. This was I sure hope so. For a while. Um, but this was just about... Uh, I don't want to be anywhere near you when you're putting your dick in a sock. The circulatory health of my aging dick, you know? I found that wrapping it in... Thank you. <laughs> thank you, guy with the pen. <clears throat> just to make sure that I could still be reaching full potential with boners um i would give it some uh, tugs and just keep it warm for a while and this was a nice routine that says i care about myself i care about my dick and then uh, you'd high five in the mirror mm-hmm, mm-hmm. high five in the mirror and doggone it people like me mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh i was i was massaging it with coconut oil too to keep it oh, that gross. That's, I that's had, why if you've been ugh, to my place, ugh, you know my bathroom ugh. mirror has all those coconut oil handprints <laughs> on it. <laughs> it's hard to get off. You got to use a degreaser. Right. Coconut, no. I've had coconut oil on my dick and it's awful. It's awful. You don't like coconut, right? So is it the smell? I no. mean, you're not tasting your own dick, are you? No. Okay. It's the, it's the, just the thought? No, it's not even that it's slimy, because like lube can be slimy. That's the idea. Right? Lubricant. <laughs> but coconut oil, it, it's a weird... It has a, a sort of granular texture to it, doesn't something it? Something different about it. It's, it's very yuck. nice. And sometimes if your mouth <laughs> starts to feel dirty, put coconut oil in there and what? swish it around for 15 minutes. What? I do what that. Do you mean feels dirty? Like sometimes my mouth will just be like... Bah, ugh, <laughs> ugh. And I'll just put coconut oil and go 15 minutes and spit it out. Don't spit it in the sink. It hardens in Otherwise the drain. Otherwise, get fish piss. Yeah. So, Coconut oil is extremely versatile. You can put it in coffee. You can put it on your dick. You can put yeah. it in your mouth. I don't think you should put it on your dick. Also, motherfuckers think they're being healthy cooking shit in olive oil. When olive oil heats up too much, basically it has a more of a... Uh, uh, the I forget what it's called. The omega threes change to a not good fatty omega. acids. Yeah, oh, the, the oh, fatty acids change to a bad fatty acid, like what I think is what? in the shitty oils. Oh no! So hydrogenated coconut oil also has a higher smoke point, which means for certain things it's better cooking. Now it's going to leave that kind of coconutty. Yeah, flavor, that's a bad part, right? Now there are less um, fragrant coconut oils, so mm. if you don't like the coconut flavor, you can get one that's going to leave less of it on your food. But it's better to. I mean, so can you cook with MCT oil? You could. <laughs> I mean, you can. It's a waste of That'd money. Be really expensive. <laughs> Is it really that much more expensive than? Yes. The best way to heat the best oil to heat up on a budget is probably either coconut, but it's going to leave a residue and a, a fragrance on your food. Just use butter. So the best is probably avocado oil, which is not cheap. Uh, it's in the ballpark of coconut oil. What's wrong with butter? Butter is great. Butter yeah, is great. Or lard. Butter. Lard, if you can oh, yeah. get it. Yeah, the, well, you the, can get lard. The, you, you, lard at Sam's Club. Okay. Well, I mean, you want to get... Like, you got to make sure it's not Crisco, yeah, you want to get vegetable horse shit. Yeah, you want to get better quality stuff than that. It's got to be real tallow lard. Tallow. That's what it's called. Yeah. Or duck fat. Oh. Duck Oh, I love some fat. duck fat. Well, I know where I can get some goose fat. Next door. It's attached to the goose currently, though, so I don't know if the neighbors would appreciate me getting... those are ducks. 
No, one's a definitely got maybe. The, I think they're two ducks. I think it's a goose. No, it's white and a goose. I saw geese meh, this morning. Meh. There's more than one type of geese. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, there's more than one type of duck, too. Yeah, I know that. So, what if it's a hybrid? Ducks have really long dicks. What if it's a guck? Hybrid goose duck. Or a gook? That's Deuce. offensive. <laughs> Deuce? That would be less offensive. Anyway, they're ducks. Oh, Okay. Take your word for it, Mr. fucking ornithologist. Why would they be raising geese? Because you eat them for Christmas. Christmas goose. Before we wrap up body and fitness talk, here's what I think I want you guys to do, especially if one of you is having an injury, and you, James, consider yourself to be fairly injury prone at times. How dare you? Well, you've said it. But you're right. Okay. (laughs) I want you guys to change what you're doing, which it's probably time no, to do anyway. No, it's been working Yeah, good. no, I know, we're not, change- we I'm a not lot. changing shit. It's, it's a minor enough. change that affects your lives very little but could have dividends. And I am just feeling really great about what I'm doing. So if you ever are not feeling great, especially when the back is hurting, it can stop you from feeling great at the gym. Switch your split. You guys do push and pull. We've already been over this with the listeners. No, you're what saying that do is. pull, then push. No. <laughs> do pull, push, legs, day off. Pull, uh, push, legs, day off. Yeah, that would probably be a good idea to get some rest in there on occasion. So for me, that would like be six days a week. pull, push, day off, day off. Pull, push, day off, day off. Nope, you can do very <laughs> light leg stuff. And we've been doing, yeah, we've been, I've been doing light leg stuff, and that's lunges. all I can do. But I'm only going to, yeah, it's... It's not doing anything for you. The lunges have been working great. Oh, no, they're working my, fine. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot no, of soreness in my You're ass. You're spending a lot of time in Pittsburgh. Do you know yeah. about the Pittsburgh stairs? I, uh, last night, late at night, I stumbled across more than one set of secret Pittsburgh stairs. Secret? Yeah. Were they what behind part of a door? Town? They connected Fineview to Deutsch Town. Uh, I know those stairs. And uh, I... It was an accident. I was walking around late at night uh, looking at a house for sale mm-hmm. in Fineview. And then I took a turn and I went, I don't know if this is where the road I wanted to be on. There's got to be a way down from here. So you drove your I car took another down the turn. Stairs. Bring up the map, puke. No. Jesus. I love it. Here, everybody, uh, time for maps. Just look up Fineview. Okay, move the map. Oh, there we go. Back to the okay, United States. Pl- <laughs> what are all those pins you have in America? Places. <laughs> yeah, those are like uh, places I've been that are good. Right there, first place- option. Oh, oh, no. Um, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Zoom in some more. So what's happening here, if you're just an audio listener, is we are, or if you're a video... We're about a mile below the bottom of McKnight Road. Live streamer. Yeah, we're about uh, below McKnight Road, and we're looking at a satellite map of the northern part of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is the area in which we live. Uh, Andrew is trying to turn an old TV into a (laughs) touchscreen. He has not succeeded. So there I am walking along Henderson Street. Oh, there they are. Go back up to Henderson Street. Ah. Uh-huh. And scroll to the right. Up Henderson. Walking along Henderson. Keep on going. Okay, that's where I was. And then I end up taking a set of stairs. Jump through the woods there to the right. So here's these crazy stairs. Yep, I was just right there. Two days ago. That's where I work out. I work out 
at FindView, where we're looking at right now. So everybody has like uh, skin in the game here for this story. Well, anyway. Except all the listeners. What I ended up doing was taking a turn and I went, I don't know that I should have gone this way. But now I'm kind of stuck with this decision. And it turns out I ended up on a street called Compromise Street. And I go, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So you took these weird stairs nope. that have like... Nope, the... you just went that direction. Oh. I didn't tell you to do that. Oh, okay. Should have used the touchscreen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's these stairs then? Uh, keep going that direction you're like going. Like south? Yep. Going back south? Go to the right. Go to the... Oh, going to the right. Right there. Compromise Street. Yeah. I ended up on Compromise Street. And but I where followed... are the stairs? I don't know. Somewhere from Henderson to Compromise. Or... Were they these right Maybe. there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep, I know where those are, too. They go to Fountain I have Steps. a book called... Uh, the Steps Pittsburgh. of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steps. Oh. It's called. Now, what's The Steps of Pittsburgh? Uh, it's it's well, a different book. The, this <laughs> part of the show. But uh, the book is called Pittsburgh Steps. And we are even now finding... Uh, there's one in my neighborhood... It's called something way. They usually end in way. There are streets in Pittsburgh that are only steps. There's They're no classified street. classified as streets, huh? Sometimes people live on the steps. They yes. have mailboxes on the steps, but there is no road. Hmm. Uh, puke, there's a, see if the gym is there above the softball field at this point. Um, I work out there now. Yeah, go to the north, yep. up Miles Street. Nope, it nope, still looks that's like it's the old. Yep, it's the old playground and tennis court. Yep. That is now a far. pickleball you court. Far. You're which going too far. Is America's right there where the cursor is. America's that's hottest. That's a gym, that's a park. No, nah, it's changed. That used to be a tennis court. We all played tennis there. Um, now, that is a outdoor gym with equipment. Uh, listeners might remember when we talked about something called the row machine earlier. That is the kind of equipment we're talking about. And a pickleball court, which is America's hottest new sport. Oh. Pickleball. In the city of Pickles. Yeah, the city that has Picklesburg, a festival of preserved things, Mm -hmm. pickled things. All right, so congrats on finding stairs. I, I thought it was delightful. Well, they, that's nice, what you nice. could be. That This is a thing that's that they I... They led me right where I wanted oh, to go. Okay. This is a, a, a kind of accountability challenge all three of us could do and then report into each other next week. Run stairs. I would actually love that. It was very dark, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a good <laughs> idea. Because sometimes they don't uh, maintain the the growth of, you know, like wild growth. Do you guys know? Well, we guys know about wild growth. Talking about plants. It's amazing. This city is amazing. Like, you can be in the city and in a wilderness. If I see Winona Ryder, I have some wild growth. Yes. Yes. But there are just some parts that are, you would just think you're like in some backwoods Appalachian place. Yeah. Right? But you're in a city, and there's lots of those places up on Fine View where you'll see a house and you'll be like, nobody's lived there in 50 years. Yeah. Except the lights on. Yeah. Which is terrifying. <laughs> You're like, I would expect to see this in a valley underneath like a, a rock ledge in horse vagina. In, yeah. In the deep horse vagina. Hmm. Deep yeah. in the horse vagina. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there's any stairs where I go. Then you need Some to go to where work. there's stairs. Yeah. There's like a mosquito right on your mic. It's a fly. Oh, is that a fly? It's been buzzing around here for a fucking hour. Did you get it? I don't know. God damn it. Obviously, you're going to find the best stairs on the outer bluffs. In fact, there used to be a huge set of stairs that went up Mount Washington for the folks who were too poor to ride the incline. Are they still there? 
No. Oh, they got rid of them? But they were spectacular looking. How do you know about I've them? I've only ever seen a black and white photo of photo. them. I mean, oh, if you geez. like, show me like the most stairs all at once, and that's basically <laughs> what it is. Yeah, that, that. I mean, Mount Washington's like, what, 200 feet tall or something? Mm. From the 450? Yeah, it's more than 200. From the bottom? Yeah. Wow. It's <laughs> a lot of steps. Um, anyway, uh, the other thing I've been exploring lately is like this morning, I've been staying in Oakland. Nope, same topic. I've been staying in Oakland, which is the University of Pittsburgh campus neighborhood, uh, which is it's kind of awful in a way, but I'm trying to pull the good things out of the awful stuff. So as sad as I get when I see people outside riding these fucking rental bird scooters with masks on, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like weaving in and out of traffic because they're safe. Yeah. Um, as sad as that makes me, <laughs> yeah. I they're tried so to about pull the virus, but they're what I can. Run. So this morning I got up kind of early and, you know, like pre 8 a.m. You drive around Oakland, there's no cars out. There's nobody. And you drive around and you just go, oh, my God, this is such a beautiful place. All the kids, the college kids are still like yeah, sleeping, they're, they're walking over. about occasionally a oh. little bit. But for the most part, it's just an incredibly like, holy shit, what an amazingly beautiful place Pittsburgh is. And mm. you don't get to experience that when you go to Oakland because usually you're dodging like college students. Yeah. But this morning, the only thing I was dodging was geese outside of uh, They were ducks. No, they were geese. <laughs> this is a sport. It's called goose ducking. Were they goose people? No, you just run in and out of geese. Oh. I did this in front of Phipps. Oh, by the That's way. That's where they were. Tell you there about so many Phipps. geese in front of Phipps and the statue. Are you going to talk about the statue? The Columbus statue? Yes. I think we've already talked about it. Well, uh, yeah, well, it's it's covered in a tarp. There's a sea of beauty. Everything is beautiful. Uh-huh. All around. And then there's a big thing that looks like an old-fashioned condom surrounding an erect <laughs> dick yeah. just jutting up into the sky. And it's this ugly, like imagine like a loose condom on a boner <laughs> coming out of the ground. Mm-hmm. That's what this looks like. But it's worse than that because someone spray painted real big, savage, real big on it. Like, oh yeah, it's not pretty. Like there, you can do graffiti and make it pretty. Like, yeah, so I could say like, like fuck Biden, and I go, oh yeah, okay, <laughs> that's all right. Let's go, Brandon. Hmm? <laughs> you guys, you're not hip to that trend. Let's go, Brandon. Is this people rooting for Brandon Laundry? There was a NASCAR race where one of the drivers won, and there's this trend of people at certain events like college games and NASCAR events where they get a chant of the entire crowd yelling "fuck Joe Biden." Oh. And this was occurring while the winner of the race was being interviewed. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. I like this. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. And uh, you can hear in the background people screaming, fuck Joe Biden. And the announcer is like, oh, that's so nice. Oh, you can hear the crowd yelling, let's go, Brandon, because the driver's name was Brandon. And now it's a thing on the Internet where people are saying, let's go, Brandon. It's like a little wink, wink, nod, nod to the in crowd. That's that what the Internet should be used for. Yeah. Yeah, to come up with fun little like uh, inside jokes. Yeah. That won't get you kicked off of platforms because uh, what are they going to do? Ban you for saying Brandon? Shouldn't be used for NFTs. <laughs> Go to break. Oh, During the break, we're going to listen to... A clip from The Discomfort Zone, season five. Episode one. Episode one. Yeah. Um, Brad, do you have a clip that we can pull? Yeah, just play any part of it. I'll find a random clip. Yeah. And here it is now. Do you have anything else to say about this clip? No. 
I do. Yeah. We we are. some shit. I mean, yes. Starting a new fucking season of the Discomfort Zone. We are now in our fifth season, which is a major achievement. How many seasons have you done? The only show where seasons just pop up randomly. In less than three years, this show has already in its it's already in its fifth season. That's four that we've completed. Okay. We have welcomed Drew Sample and everybody's favorite. Young Alex. It's as if this show all of a sudden saw Winona Ryder and had <laughs> wild growth. Wild growth. Well, now Everybody knows about the backwards angel butt spread, right? We are committing to doing two discomfort zones a month. So now those subscription dollars that you give to Portman Show or other places that play the discomfort zone, there's only one other one, uh, will go further. <laughs> What's we'll that other place? Probably, I don't imagine that here. Uh, we'll go further. NPR. <laughs> yeah. So now it's me, Andrew, Drew, and Alex. And I've got some other great ideas for how we can improve the discomfort zone to provide more values for listeners. And mm. I'm, I'm going to tell you real quick about it, which we didn't do in this clip you're about to hear of this episode. But going forward, Andrew, I think when we give our weekly dick punchings, at the beginning of the show, Andrew and I have always asked, how did you punch the world in the dick? Which is like celebrating an achievement, an accomplishment, something you're proud of. I think going forward, it should have to, instead of just like, oh, I did, you know, this thing for myself that, oh, I got to fart. <laughs> or I did <laughs> fart and I didn't shit. Like that would be an example of a, a, a moderate dick punching. Um, especially if you were like out to dinner with your girlfriend and her parents and you farted like <laughs> stealthily. <laughs> but did not shit your pants and ruin the dinner. Like, that is a bit of an achievement. So um, we should incorporate into our weekly win, like we do in our mastermind group, some kind of tool, tip, or trick mm. that we used that other people might be able to use to punch their own worlds in the dick. Tip, how to achieve wild growth. Exactly. That's it. That kind of a thing. So th- there's other ways Watch that Heathers. we can improve this. But man, if you love to listen to Drew Sample talk, you are going to <laughs> love season five of The Discomfort Zone. And you know what, listeners? If you haven't listened to season five, episode one of The Discomfort Zone, just know that I spent the entire episode trying to uh, keep things on track, which basically mm, meant sounds hard. Uh, enjoy listening to Drew while also trying to get him to shut up so someone else could talk. So now but That's a fun game. We're going to do the next one. I'm going to make sure I don't have any scheduling conflicts. And if it goes two hours, well, fuck it. I'll edit it and make it less than that somehow. Make it two episodes. I could do that too. We could be cranking these things out. And there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. There are a lot of people out there in the world providing things in the form of books and podcasts and tools and tips and tricks that we are incorporating into our lives to make them better. We want to share them with you in a way that is fun and funny, but also inspirational. We'll be back after the break. Ah, my back! Yeah, I want to uh, echo what Drew said, that it's definitely financial for me as well, where there is this thing where I don't feel like I have to worry about money because of, like, crypto for uh, to a certain extent like, i think that's a super dangerous exactly exactly that's it right so, okay you don't control so it. I, I need to i need to say this because i thought of this when drew was talking you know saying well everyone's using COVID as an, as an excuse to not do something that's i feel exactly that's the same way excuse. that was 
that's what I, I was pushing at. In parallel with that, everyone's using COVID as an excuse to go, oh, I'm an investor now. I'm a super genius and mm -hmm. I'm doing all these things. Look at all these ways I'm making money. And it's like, man, is any of this helping you develop some kind of marketable skill? Is any of this oh. helping you build something tangible? Is any of this time or gains or whatever it is, is this something that can live on and exist outside of that very narrow focus? I think the answer is no. More burps. Three. Woo! We're back from the break. Ah, here we go. Well, I mean, fucking before the break, we were talking about the wonders of Pittsburgh and what a great city it is. Whoa! I agree. Andrew was talking about this area called Oakland that he was in. Oh, it's full of assholes. Very problematic part of town socially, but quite beautiful and with many sights to see, including this Phipps where the geese hang out. And I think the geese are feeding right now. So um, they <laughs> all have their little geese beaks uh, in the dirt digging for worms or little They snacks. eat grass. Yeah, or they eat grass. They okay, yeah. solved. They just eat grass. So uh, I was talking about this uh, sport called goose ducking, where you yeah. try to run in and out of the geese, okay. and you run away when one hisses at you. That's yeah, a good sign. Yeah, when they come to attack you? Yeah. Um, geese are mean. Yeah, they are mean, and they are aggressive. Aggressive is uh <laughs> is a swan a goose like is that a ah it's in the dunk family no a swan is majestic and I don't know have you seen Curb with the black swan <laughs> I don't <laughs> that's an event yeah so a geese yeah geese are mean and they gather outside of Phipps Conservatory which is a place which has plants from all over the world in these giant greenhouses it is a spectacular sight it's the only place in Pennsylvania where I've seen outdoor palm trees. Mm. Swans are birds of the family Anatidae within the genus Cygnus. The swan's closest relatives include so and ducks. <laughs> I unmuted me. Right now, they have an exhibit in Phipps of model trains, which is <gasps> always great. Wait, they've had that. Well, okay, that's been there. <laughs> <laughs> it's back then. I love trains. And they have little I'm miniatures. They have a miniature of the incline. They have a miniature of the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Really? Oh. Yeah. Fuck me. I got to go to this fucking Phipps. Yeah, you guys should go there. It's awesome. I've never been. Oh, you'd love it. I, I think you'd get, you could take some great pictures. Oh, right? yeah, you would. Uh, you uh, would love it. I know. It's like the aviary, but with less with fear. Less birds? Yeah. There are birds. There <laughs> the are plants birds. don't escape, though. Oh, yeah. The plants don't escape. <laughs> right. the, the plants have escaped. But yeah, I love a plant. Like little shop of horrors kind of plants. Do they, they do have birds in there? And by accident. Oh, well, yeah. You know, that plant should have said seed me instead of feed me. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Hmm. That was dumb. It's a weird sexual joke, kind of. <laughs> so I felt like we weren't done with the sports talk of uh, this goose sport, but I felt like we left something hanging in the first hour. Mm. Like we didn't complete something. You just said go to break, Andrew, and we weren't done. With everything. We could talk more about Pittsburgh. We could talk more about sports. We could talk more about animals. Yeah. Uh, I would love to talk more about animals. One more diet thing that I wanted to just mention is I went back to the carb cycling, where you have a couple of days of eating high carbs every yeah. week. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to do that? No. Uh, it's fun. Not for now. 
it's fun. <laughs> so fun. I drive up here. I it's go, fun, he says, with a tear coming. I've been out of choosing walnuts, well, almond, almonds. God damn it! Why do I keep fucking that up? Yeah, I keep choosing almonds with walnuts over other snacks lately, which I think is probably good. Yeah, they're kind of fatty. That's good that's, fat. Yeah, that's good for you. Good. Oh, okay. I was in. A a I passed over pistachios. Like I've gone so bland with the almonds that yeah. like I'm at a point where I can eat. Plain almonds, unsalted almonds, and I go. What? Mm, these are delicious you, and sweet. You're unable to eat anything without salt. I can pull the flavors out of this that I couldn't do before. How can you eat anything without salt? You put salt on your salted things. Yeah. So there are some really good values at a place called Trader Joe's. Oh, uh, no, no. Uh, now get out. I keep saying this thing to myself, Brett. Every day you eat. Not having food would be stressful. You've all been in the situation where you are with a group of people trying to figure out where to eat dinner. You got to take do it. You know, we've fasting. all been in the situation where Brett's getting hungry. Right. So <laughs> having food is a major thing in life. Solved. Get a set. Look, in these times that are uncertain and you need to be self-sufficient, get a set of uh, resistance bands and a set of uh, guns and guns. And when we're hungry, Brett's decision-making abilities decline quickly. That is true. Not Even though I made a fantastic decision last night on a date with my girlfriend. I practice intermittent fasting, and that's that's how I prepare. I'm going to be able to just not eat. That is that yeah. is also true. That's, that's going to be kind of like doing deep-sea diving, you know, how these guys do their free diving, and they, they practice breathing and holding Oh, I thought their you meant because stuff. you were intermittent fasting, you could deep-sea dive. Okay. That's how it works. First they don't eat, then they don't breathe, then they die. <laughs> Diving. I've seen a lot of films, too. Okay, great. Congrats. You know, We're all very proud. That we talked about last <laughs> week. All right, this is too many topics at once. we got to stick to this. <laughs> yes. So I keep saying that... Uh, the That's Same, same topic. topic. The <laughs> money that I have in my pocket is worth more today than it's ever going to be worth any time in the future. And I'm going to need food. Mm, dangerous yeah. thought. What do you think the U.S. dollar is going to go up? No, but it's a dangerous thought to think it that of, of it that way. Well, I here's a, if I can buy non-perishable food yeah. that I'm always going to eat. If I can buy non-perishable cars, I'm always going to drive. Right, <laughs> I, and you were right to do that. No. What, you, you can't right? drive. No, home. but you're stocking them up. No, at it's a time, stupid. No, it's not. At a time when no, it's hard so to get don't stupid. encourage him, Brett. Andrew tried to sell me a car, and <laughs> I, I, I really like. I remember how angry I got last week when I was like, "Why would I want this car?" Yeah, he tried. He, so there's more to this story, though. I think. Yeah, but I mean, having an extra car also no, not a maybe idea. a good mood move. And yeah, Andrew. Andrew said that you were thinking about buying a car for yourself or Gabriella, and then he shares a photo with you of a car, and you go, "Fuck that." No, I is well, that, well, I wasn't that what super serious, but I was uh, like, why would I want that car? It's uh And now rebuttal. Yeah, but no, but no, no, I was or uh, not. We, we talked okay, about moving it. Moving on. And I was like, yeah, it's good conversation. That makes sense. But <laughs> uh she did manage to obtain a car. What? A Subaru. <laughs> Sounds right. Perfect for her neighborhood. Is it? Mm-hmm. Even has a sticker on it about All voting. That, so yeah, nobody's gonna key it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well no one's gonna key a shitbox from your grandfather either. True. So anyway, that's solved for yeah. now. Uh what kind of Subaru? The um Outback. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it's a wagon. Yeah. Which is great. Lesbians love it. Yep. 
Absolutely. That's the, that's the rumor. Yep. And I think there's plenty of those around her. So, uh, Trader Joe's, we do a double up. I say, I don't know. Look, I don't know how serious this whole shipping thing Ugh. is that everybody's talking yeah. about. And I don't know how long it takes for it to affect food. But one less thing to worry about. If there's food there now, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to get the things I eat, which are mostly non-perishable anyway. I eat a lot of nuts, like Andrew was talking about eating yeah. almonds. I found individually wrapped almond packs, snack size packs. What? In individually bag. wrapped yeah. almonds? So they take, I that's compared the That's an insane no, no, no. waste of packaging. No, because usually, like, that's the thing, too, is they're like, look, we put them in little packages so you can put them in Jimmy's lunch, yeah. right? And they rip you off, right? With the net weight. Yeah, so I compared oh, net Weights and, and Jimmy's it, just trading those to the poor kids. He is <laughs> for drugs. Hey, look, you need nutrients. You need nutrients. Kid, yeah. not named Jimmy. Hi, I do need nutrients. <laughs> uh, so I bought one of those. Yeah, and that's nice because it puts them into portions. If you're into watching calories or whatever, I mean, you could just buy separate cheap bags, put the almonds in the bags, but. Trader Joe's is a place we used to go in and spend 40 bucks and be like, I can't believe how much food I got. Yeah. I spent 225 bucks. Jesus fucking Christ. How much of it are you going to return? None of it. I actually, I <laughs> one pack of pumpkin seeds that was open, so I'm going to return those. Other than that, I'm keeping everything. Hmm. We and were uh, Sam's Club. Is that yesterday? Yeah. Andrew's like, uh, we better buy toilet paper. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I was like, oh, what? I hadn't even thought about that. Well, Brent, so then we told got me a, a couple days course. ago, he's like, you should consider stocking up on the food you like to eat. Yeah. And I'm just like, but toilet paper. <laughs> I went through this <laughs> once before. Toilet, but toilet, People stole toilet paper from me. Toilet paper only works if there's another lockdown. Because that means if there's if there's another, like people can't go to work, yeah. then toilet paper, there's a run on toilet paper. Mm. Because there's people, half the shitting in America happens at oh, work. Oh, yeah. Right, I'd Which, say it's more than half. But with commercial toilet paper that residential people can't buy. So I bet you can buy it. Yeah, you can buy it. You just don't maybe want now it. you can. Nobody maybe they solved that. Okay, they solved that supply chain problem, but that was where the problem came from, was yeah. there was a run on domestic-use toilet paper. Yeah. I look forward to going to the janitorial supply place and buying stuff in bulk. It's kind of fun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, there you go. Also, <laughs> okay. another, you know, here's a hack. They're okay? fun to hang out with, and the guy always asks me, you been traveling lately? What are you seeing out there? And he wants to get my opinion on everything happening. Oh, okay. it's fun. This Says, morning, why the fuck are you buying so much toilet paper? <laughs> I'm in this town called Oakland that we talked about. That's where earlier. I was. Yep. This and morning. Oh, I'm with oh. Gabriella. It is this morning. And we're in a CVS talking paper towels. It's right next to the Dunkin' Donuts that I walked to. And I see, yeah, that big giant Dunkin' Donuts. Yep. Yep. We were right there. We mm. were right Amazing. there in that CVS. And then we went into the Indian grocery store Ugh. Um, across the way. Did you get curried? It's, uh, there's a lot of things in there and you don't know what they are. Yeah, I walk past there, I look at it and I go, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Andrew just runs. I was in there for Runs like in fear of being curried. 15 minutes today. I've heard the owner sometimes just opens the door and throws curry at bystanders. Yeah, he has a curry squirt gun. <laughs> mm. So before that, we're in CVS talking paper towels, and we come across these paper towels called Viva. Okay. Now, Viva is not a sponsor. This is not any kind of guerrilla marketing thing. If you have the option of buying Viva paper towels, you need to buy them because, number one, they are paper towels. Number two, they are basically almost reusable cloths. Remember Alex, sweet young Alex, how he used to pile up 
partially used paper towels on your counter? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. I have noticed that. I thought he but was like, just you, too stupid to throw them away. As a third party, you don't know what is happening with that. Like, is there a booger in there? <laughs> yeah. Is there, like, did someone spit out a piece of gristle? What's happening with yeah, this I crumpled up paper right. towel on the counter? So Alex would use a just paper towel and then leave it on the counter for what? Later use. Which mm. I appreciate. Andrew yeah. told Alex to his face, I appreciate this. Oh, I did. Look yeah. at that. So <laughs> Consistent. <laughs> But there is also the thing of like, can I use Alex paper towels? No, because that's what Andrew is. Yeah, right. But with Viva paper towels, the fact that they're reusable. It's basically a cloth. Do you look at them and go, I could jizz on this and then use it for additional purposes? (laughs) Yes, because if you jizz on something, it doesn't mean you're done with it. (laughs) Right? Well, my grandma always said, what did you do with that box that you jizzed in, Andrew? What did you do with that? I'm pretty sure I got rid of it. It was years ago. Really? I don't know. Jizz dries. Anyway, yeah. How many things have I jizzed on that I couldn't get rid of because mm. they were like the floor or the carpet <laughs> of a room? Yeah, or your your pet. Imagine child. having it like that, where you have a carpet crew come in every time you jizz. It get expensive. It'd be a real pain, right? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, I say, look, you have to invest in these Vivas. Six rolls, fourteen bucks. Sounds like a lot. Yeah. You're gonna have paper towels. For why half not, a year. Why not just get towels? Here's the other thing. Because a towel is just a towel. Is a towel a paper towel? No. Is a towel... The towel third thing the that Viva is. is... The third thing that Viva mm. is in a pinch is toilet paper. If you so do not it, believe so me... So is a towel. Right. <laughs> but then you've got a problem. Yeah, you got a washer. That washer. is That is a terrible thing to do, is to rub shit on things and then put it in a washer... Where do you think How that goes? You, it has wait. to go somewhere. Yeah, it goes into the washing machine no, via the no, soap and down no, the drain. No, not all of it. It just gets evenly oh, dispersed gets amongst coated? the water and anything else that's in the washer right. and the washer itself. So everything is a little shit. You shitty. must throw uh-huh. out the washer. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, huh. I just thought of a great slogan for Viva Paper Towels. Okay. Viva equals life. Mm-hmm. J- life is jizz. Life is shit, right? Yeah. All of these things are part of life. Cleaning is a part of life. And Viva means life. Viva means live. Live. Mm. Shit. Life. Love. <laughs> Laugh. <laughs> yeah. So, as mm. things might start to tighten up, all of you listeners should go and procure Viva paper towels. You have towels i swear you take four things of viva right and they come in those little shorter strips not the square ones but the shorter ones because you don't need a whole square no that's insane right if you took four of those little things so like two full square paper towels you could dry off from a shower you could dry off from a shower so if you go camping let's say a roll, one roll of Viva paper towels is one of the best little things that you can have in your knapsack. But in a pinch, this can be toilet paper. Mm. This can be toilet paper. I'm just going to buy toilet paper. No, I understand, and that's what I would do too. But once the toilet paper is gone, Viva, mm. which means life. Yeah. yeah. Live. Love. Right? Laugh. Does life end when you run out of toilet paper? Yes. yes. It doesn't have to anymore. <laughs> These motherfuckers need to pay us for marketing. Right. Okay, well, that's an insane conversation. Well, Gabriella, 
usually buys the paper towels that like as you try to tear them the whole roll just like falls apart yeah turns to dust <laughs> you know those paper towels it's glued together dust so i said look this could be three times more than you've ever spent on six rolls of paper towels just don't inhale as you get one off right yeah mm. but you're gonna be so happy you're gonna be so happy i'm so envious of you that you need paper towels at a time yeah. when vivas are right here on this shelf hmm you know, Uline makes paper towels. I wonder how good they are. What is Uline? You don't know about like Uline? Industrial Man. paper products? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's uh, You can get everything from oh. Uline. It's basically they started out selling uh, like shipping products for corporate use, industrial use. Mm-hmm. You can get like a whole pile of pallets. You can get a pallet of paper towels. You can get a whole pack of parcel pickle, pickles. Yeah. I had to get my mom industrial <laughs> paper towels when the pandemic started. Yeah. I use Uline at work a lot to order a bunch of shit. Yeah. And you, it's basically the Sam's Club of industry. Yeah. Mm. And I noticed the other day they have paper towels, so I might just order a whole fucking pallet of that shit. And then slowly, one by one, they make their way elsewhere. Like the storage closet at work, obviously, is what I meant. Mm. Mm. Let's talk know. about loving Pittsburgh. No, a hockey game. Why? People to a hockey oh, game. Oh, yes. That's, sorry, I totally forgot. Go ahead. Two days ago yeah. at the gym, I'm going to tell this story that Puke oh. was part of. It's Puke's story. I can't wait to hear it. Two days ago at the gym. What happened? Puke takes a phone call and then apologizes a whole bunch for taking a phone call. And I go, no. Yeah, then like, I realize, who, look who I'm no, fucking apologizing to. I need that to. to be okay to do <laughs> at yeah, the gym. That's perfectly fine. So I try to make him feel good about it. But then I'm like, I'm curious. Like, what was that about? And Puke's like, oh, uh... Someone's giving away Penguins tickets, and whoever responds first gets them. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, why aren't you responding? And you seem put upon by it at first. Wait, who calls you to tell you about this? Co-worker. Yeah, what happened? Oh. What, how? So my boss sent out a text, and it, uh, I did not see it because I was at the gym. I was gymming. Mm-hmm. And then I guess uh, minutes went by or something, and my coworker called me and said, hey, I'm not going to take these tickets uh, because he had some other obligation or whatever. He's like, you should grab him quick. But the thing is, is like, it's him, me, and a guy who's in like his 50s who has probably never gone to any sporting event ever or would never go to a Penguins game. So obviously, via elimination, it was probably only going to be me that would accept him. A person, let me tell you a secret about professional sports. Mm-hmm. A person who does not have the means to go to a Penguins game, giving them free Penguins tickets is no kind of a gift. That person has to find a place to park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now they're thirty dollars poor. Then, well, maybe not here in Pittsburgh, but in a city like Boston, where I grew up with sports. Yeah, you don't want right? to go to a giving somebody game professional in sports tickets in Boston is like giving them a bill for two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> right? Yeah, but then they. Uh, this is why Boston's yeah. an awful. It's so inaccessible. Yeah. We should ask Nick how and much. Usually, his... I like things that are inaccessible and exclusive. But Nick is at a football game right now. We should ask him how much in it Boston. Costs. It's yeah. pretty far outside Boston. Outside of Boston, yeah, it's Foxborough. Foxborough. But that's yeah. that's not an accessible place either, and it's oh. not cheap. And you a have football to go, like, game through yeah. Boston to get there, right? So you give this. What poor if you're coming guy. from the west? Then you go around Boston. Oh. You've got this guy at work. He's 50, right? He's like, oh, I've never been to sports No, no, no he's never. He's never been there, I, not because he's, he's poor. He's seven years older than Brett. I, I'm Six ne- years older yeah, than Brett. but that's a long time. So I, I, I want the sports tickets. So what do you say? Oh. I say have fun. 
but you have the sports tickets. Oh. <laughs> so you didn't say that. I, I know. Yeah. Puke seemed very put upon and upset by this offer. I'm like, why would you not go for this? Like, respond. What are you Did crazy? Did I seem upset? Yes, you seemed annoyed. Oh, my God. Well, then you get inside and you like get hungry. You ever get hungry at a thing? Oh, well, that, hold on. This is part of this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. So go ahead. I, um, I said, you need to go for this. Like, even if you don't, if you end up not going, like, you can give them to somebody. Like, people want to go to this. Like, yeah. we know an Amy. She'd probably like to go. Well, I wanted to go. But you weren't but acting I, like you wanted okay, to go. Okay, I don't know. I think you just interpret everything I do as being somehow negative. No, there's a reason. <laughs> um, so, I convince you to respond in the affirmative. <clears throat> and you do. You get these tickets. Yeah. And I go, well, geez, I already, I already kind of made plans. I don't think I can go. Yeah. So what happened? So I took the tickets. And? I gave them away. Oh. I, was, I didn't go. Because I was so put upon. You made uh, the right choice. <laughs> because it can be expensive, the parking and the snacks and all. So I went to the game. Oh. No, so... um. Andrew couldn't go. He's generally the first choice that I'm going to ask to go to a sporting event. I would event. have loved to have gone. It sounded great. Yeah. And, and they just beat the Lightning. Yeah. The Lightning. They beat the Lightning. Lightning, Lightning, Lightning. For so those They're that coming win. off a Lightning win. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the home opener, we find out. I'm confused why you thought I was put upon. Did I act that? I think oh, I was you just did. frustrated because I got a phone call in the middle of the gym and I was freaking out because I didn't know uh, I had to answer Sometimes phone. phone calls are good. Ugh. I know. Oh, so anyway, I, I don't think you do. <laughs> so yeah, I respond and I say I would love to have these tickets because uh, my coworker that called me was basically like, "Dude, you got to find out if they're good or not because these could be like great box tickets or something." I was like, "Holy shit, I didn't think about that." I figured like free tickets from the company because uh, my company is one of the sponsors of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and I was like, "Oh shit, I didn't Pink think about that." Works for Duncan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's. Um. And so anyway, I get the tickets and I go, holy shit, Andrew, you want to go to a fucking game? They're free, but we got to go tomorrow immediately. And uh, he can't go. So I said, yes, but no. And Andrew was like, you got to call all your friends. And I said, uh, okay, well, one of our friends, Longface, has had me over to his house several times uh, for dinner and such. And it was just his birthday. Including so last week. Yeah, for his birthday, yeah. I brought him a pinata filled with candy and a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> For the children. Yes, for the kids. Um, you ever had cigarettes from a pinata? No, I bet they're great. The pinata <laughs> exploded, and all the kids went for the candy, and I jumped in and grabbed the cigarettes. Did you put them in there? Yeah. No, that's awesome. <laughs> it was, uh, well, because Longface is full Mexican. Oh, yeah. So I got him a pinata for his birthday. Wait, he's half Mexican. Uh, <laughs> half, 200%. We don't know. Oh, okay. So, um, so I called him up and asked, and... Uh, Generally, he has children and obligations, but uh, it turns out he was more than happy to go. And so uh, I looked up where the tickets were, and they were like center ice. Uh, for those that don't know what an, an ice rink looks like for a hockey game, there is a center part. It's the 50-yard line yeah. of the rink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're up a bit away from the glass on the penalty <clears throat> box side, so we can see across the rink all of the bench happenings and um it's a very good seats. view they were great they were seats. fucking great seats and it was in the uh the captain morgan club so uh i have to show my tickets to get into the arena and then we wander around to find where the seats are and we have to show tickets to get into the club section of these seats so these are doubly exclusive seats 
And you don't have to show anything else to get in? Like my dick? No, like no, what, no. what do you mean? Like no, any... okay. So in contrast, oh, about... I walked into a place yesterday to try and just get a coffee Yeah. from a, a little restaurant Yeah. that I thought, maybe I want to check out this restaurant to see if I want to go here someday. Okay. And I walked in to order a coffee and I walked in and on the door it said, proof of vaccination required for entry. Oh, wow. So I walked in. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, I need some coffee to go. And I looked around and I went, this does not look like a place where you can get coffee to go. And they said, we cannot give you that. Why? Because they didn't have to-go cups. It was not a to-go oh, place. Oh, it was that kind of pretentious coffee place that they didn't It wasn't have a to pretentious go? coffee place. It was just what? a restaurant. Oh. With the name Bistro in the title. So no. I assumed they had coffee. Hmm. Okay. Because I don't know what a bistro means. I don't know either. I, f- I picture a cafe. But I also concluded that I don't ever want to eat at a bistro. What about a brasserie? That sounds better than a bistro, but I, I still know. am something, skeptical. It something seems, French. I thought it was French for cafe. It seems like it just has cake. Nah, I think it's like a fancier version of a of a diner. Or not a diner, a cafe. Like It's a, it's kind of a fancier French restaurant, but a not cafe. a super... I don't know! I assume a cafe... I assume anything that sounds foreign has coffee. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> like McDonald's. <laughs> sounds very Irish. <laughs> yeah. What are you what are you ooing about so expressively? Hello Bistro. It sounds horrible. Oh my god, it's the best thing in the world and they you have would coffee love it. though. I've and got you would there. love it. You would love you know what it is? I've been there. It is the they best have a bistro. Place. It's salads and coffee. Salads. They just have every salad ingredient you could salad. fucking imagine. Right? And you go, I want that, I want that, I want that. Sunflower want that. seeds, pumpkin like you're seeds. You're the worst spoiled kid really? who loves salads. Mm-hmm. And then so they give it to you. Build it, your own salad subway, and get a coffee place. Subway sandwich restaurant of salads? Yes. Yes. Oh. $10. You're walking out with a salad. And I said, this is better than the salad that I can make, which I fucking never that's, say. That's going to be very hard to achieve outside of your kitchen. Exactly. Wow. You want? I want you to cook this salad in coconut oil. <laughs> so you get into the bistro with no Vax Pass, though. Yeah, I didn't give him an opportunity to question me. All right, cool. I just went in and started demanding answers. Nice. That, <laughs> and I think that's the way. That's what you got to do. Just be assertive. So, uh, yeah, to go to answer your question, Brett, um, they, can't, I had that, they, they couldn't possibly ask for a vaccination card no. to get into the Penguins arena. You know how many... Penguins fans don't go for that right. shit. Right. I don't think. But uh, we looked up the, uh, the rules for what PPG paints arena required for you know uh, due to covid and uh, andrew was reading and it says it just said recommended which means nothing yeah they recommend masks for anyone regardless of vaccination status which means nothing which means i recommend fuck yourself uh so we get to the stadium thousands of people lined up to go in and whatnot i i, I bet it was one percent at best people wearing masks Cool. It was just an entire stadium of like 18,000 people didn't give a fuck. We were having a great time. And you walked around and looked at those 1% and you went, you're from Oakland, you're from Regent Square, you're from Shadyside, you're from Squirrel Hill. (laughs) I just just I could tell because the mask and the yarmulke. You're a douche, you're a douche, you're a Jew, you're a douche. Something like that. Um, But yeah, we get into this club and it has its own two fancy concessions. Well, it has like the shitty concessions and then the fancy concessions. And then it has an entire bar. There was uh, ladies giving out free samples of rum. And I got Andrew a pair of sunglasses. I love free sunglasses. They say Captain Morgan on the Favorite sunglasses are free sunglasses. All it took was giving them all of your information. 
didn't get my information. I did. I know your you uh, did? email address. Yeah. You know, I've spent a decade <laughs> giving away long faces information to people who ask for a phone number and an email yeah. address. It's always been long face. Guess whose idea it was? Son of a bitch, long face. <laughs> no, actually, all I had to do is I walked up to the gal and I went, what can I do to get a pair of these sunglasses? She said, yeah, you can fucking have She it. said, show me your dick. <laughs> yeah. I wish she did. She was she was cute, I think. She was wearing a mask. <laughs> poor, poor, poor gal had to wear, you know, she's at work, so all these... Uh, you know, servants. all the bartender servants and, and the cooks and stuff are wearing masks, right? It's, uh, it's a very depressing society we've created here. So, um, yeah, so it's great. I'm in there with the with the, the good people, except for there was one guy that I think Longface got a picture of. He had a tattoo on the back of his neck that said, bro him. That's a Pennywise song. Is it? Yes. Okay. That's probably why Longface took the picture. Oh. It's also a shitty tattoo to have on the back of your neck. Very weird. Um, like, why would you do that? But anyway, uh, we get to our seats, and there's ushers that tell us where to go, and there's a cop standing nearby, and I got to see the row of television camera operators. That was the best part. These guys are up there. They're like doing a dance. There's six or seven of them in a row, and I will show you a picture even. Would you like to see a picture? Yeah, I love uh, how sports are televised. I love camera dancers. I could have stood there the entire game and probably just watched these guys work. It was fascinating. Um, And so, yeah, it was just fantastic seats. Uh, Almost nobody was wearing a mask. People were just having a good time. I think the stadium was sold out. So like full capacity home season opener. opener. Yeah. And uh No, home yeah. opener. Home Oh yeah, home opener cuz season opener was in uh Tampa Bay fighting the Lightning, playing the Lightning. They probably fought too. Um so anyway, the best part though I think is that um we're sitting there and they do the national anthem and the game is about to start and we're like fuck yeah, hockey. This is going to be amazing. We're sitting down 15 seconds they scored a, fu- a fucking goal. Within 15 seconds, the Penguins scored oh, a that's, goal. Oh, that's what you wanted. Yeah. It was like we didn't Not have... Chicago. Yeah. We didn't have time to sit down, basically. And I was still fiddling with, like, my phone and and, uh, and just kind of dicking around. And next thing we know, they scored. And, like, I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> so I, that's I w- the best way to uh, watch a game is where they win. And I was just, lucky enough to just, like, glance at televisions very, uh, at various times throughout the night and go, ooh, it's 3 nothing. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, it's five to one. Cool. Yeah, and uh, Jesus. So, um, great seats. They were free, but uh, Brett is correct. I spent many a dollar on some sort of giant seltzer lemon tea thing. Oh, I told you. It was to like stop 16- yourself before you get to the arena. No, I wanted the experience, though. I didn't have to pay $240 for each seat, so I spent $240 for Dorito-covered chicken fingers. <laughs> Wow. You want to see a picture? Yes. I even took a picture of them because I had to. I was just looking at the menu and I said, that looks really dumb. So I'm going to try it. They were like Dorito. How much Doritos? Those were like nine bucks. Nine dollars. We're looking (laughs) at a basket with three chicken fingers in it. There was four. (laughs) Four chicken fingers in it. And each chicken finger is barely longer than the diameter of the ramekin that the dip came in. Yeah. What is that white paste in the ramekin? I don't know. It was like like a ranchy substance. It was delicious. Basically mayonnaise with some chive in it, I think. Um, But this is part of the experience. You pay a fuckload of money for 
uh, since I don't really drink beer, a hard seltzer. Later on, I got a whiskey. Guess what a Jim Beam double is? $21. Correct. And wow. it's like Brett's been at a place. <laughs> I paid $33 once for that drink yeah. at a hotel. Yeah, and it was real stupid. Actually, a coworker paid for it, and he never let me live it down. Yeah, because I got it like at the uh, beginning of the third period, so we were about to leave in like 20 minutes. I was like, I don't need to be drinking more, but I did because I wasn't driving. Long face uh, drove. And, um, but anyway, it was a great experience. So, you know, I did you like, drive the Fiesta? Yeah. He's so Mexican. <laughs> he has a orange Fiesta ST, which is a surprisingly comfortable car for how small it is. I was, uh, I was kind of surprised. I've never been in one for an extended period of time. Um, but he knew where to park. Did you listen to Herb Albert? Probably. Or there Los was, Lobos. Music. Mainly we just talked about, you know. In Spanish. How stupid Andrew is and how happy we were that he couldn't come to this game and how I was going to give his information to anybody that asked. So you had two tickets? <laughs> two tickets is what Correct. you Correct, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they only gave away two. If they'd given away three, I would have given Brett a call. Oh, yeah. Um, so next time if I get free tickets, I'll ask Brett if Andrew's not going. Okay. Yeah. I loved <laughs> I had a great time there. I loved it there. But you wouldn't have spent any money on any of the disgusting foods. I, well, I think I did. Well, the last time we were there, I got peanuts, which is a good okay. thing to get. And then it's also... Because uh, you can drag out the peanuts. You can prolong yeah, the peanuts. You can. I also got Cajun waffle fries and some M&Ms. If you want to go for a walk, too, here's a little trick. And you worried you can't find your way back to your seat. You're bringing mm. peanuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're in a shell. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the stadium was uh, filled, and I guess they did some renovations, so there's really cool, um, like new kind of like dining sections, mm -hmm. concourses, um, and it was interesting. They, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's a new thing, but basically, there's no cash. Everything is paid by card, and like in the regular sections, they just had big coolers of beer. You just walk up, you get a beer, you go to this fucking thingamajig that like scans it. It's looked way more fancy than a barcode scanner. It, like took pictures and stuff. We're like three seconds away from having to exchange carbon credits for food. Yeah, I mean that's that's what it's going to be next. Mm -hmm. Is uh, you're just going to have like the chip embedded into your fucking forehead that you have to scan. Um, Hail Satan! Here comes the mark of the beast. I guess it's probably already in me with the vaccine. Oh you got yeah. the nanites in there floating around, programming stuff. Um, the good news is it only lasts four months. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's when the battery runs out. That's what it is. Uh, but yeah, it was great. The Penguins won. They kicked ass. And then this is going to be complete inside hockey ball. Uh, Andre Fleury was a previous... Mark Andre Fleury. Mark? Mark Andre Fleury? If anything, if you're going to choose one of the two yeah. names, you should choose Mark. Is Andre Fleury his last name or is it just Fleury? Because on his jersey, it just says Isn't Fleury. Fleury the best name for a hockey player? It's just flower, isn't it? Isn't that French for flower? I don't care. No, what's flurry mean then? Well, I, I, I don't know what it means in French, but I oh. know what it means in English. What's it mean in English? Flurry of snow. It's like ice Hockey. cream. Ice. Oh. Hockey. Oh, yeah. Snow flurry. That that's is a word. Like, <laughs> that's like a catcher in baseball's last name being catcher. <laughs> Mitts. Yeah. Or in football. Uh, Doug Mitts. Yeah. In football, his name is Tackle. <laughs> there was a baseball player named Cecil. Fielder. Okay. See? There you go. Yeah. So good stuff. Mm -hmm. Dick Trickle in NASCAR. Yeah, that's not racing though. Yeah, well, the things trickle out on NASCARs. <laughs> right? They all got no, dicks. Be like Robbie Rubber. <laughs> V eight Jackson. Octane. 
Yeah, uh, so Marc-Andre Fleury was the previous, I think it was three years ago, he was a beloved uh, goalie for the Penguins, and then he got traded or basically stolen when the Golden Knights were uh, set up or whatever. And then now, the like he found out he was traded or cut from the um He's a goalie, the Golden and his Knights. nemesis was Rod Puckman. <laughs> <laughs> Nickname Stick. Nice. Stick Puckman. Stick Puckman. So anyway, uh, Flurry is there, and he's playing for the opposition now. And like, it was weird because apparently he found out that he was cut from the Knights by uh, Twitter via Twitter. The team didn't tell him. That fucking is crazy is that? Not right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he like, you know, it really wasn't his fault um, per se. But like, the first goal goes in 15 seconds. Right? That's not good. And then like within a few more minutes, he completely fucked up and tried to play the puck behind the net, which is like. You know, goalies stay the fuck in front of the net. What are you doing? And he just fluttered a puck right in front of the goddamn net. Fluttery flurry. Yeah. And the Penguins are there, and they just tapped it in. They're like, there we go. Thanks for the goal. And he did that like two more times. So four, I think he let in four goals in the first period, and then they pulled him and brought in the backup goalie. And uh, like he was so pissed. I watched him. This is what's great about being at live sports is you, 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 know, you get to see the shame. Yeah, when you're watching TV, they cut away and show replays and stuff, which is cool. The replays are cool, not the cutting away, but you get to just watch. Like, what's this guy doing? He's over there, like smashing his um, uh, stick on the ice and and walking down angrily from the uh, the tunnel, going to the the uh, locker rooms. And then I got a picture, and I wish I had a better camera, but I just had my phone. Obviously, we're still looking at chicken fingers. Yeah, I know. I'm working on it. You fuck. <laughs> and so I got this picture. And it's kind of hard to see, but he's just sitting like usually the the goalie when they're in backup position is sitting like right on the boards, the dasher boards where they can see the game and kind of know what the fuck's going on. And he's just back in the back in the tunnel with his head resting and staring up in shame. And that's when I had the thought. First of all, I thought, well, that sucks for him because nobody wants to do that. Obviously, the crowd was nice enough to cheer when he went off the ice, though, because he is a beloved penguin and yes. always will be but i thought what if what if this was his gift <gasps> home gift. opener he's just been fucked over and traded to a new team that he doesn't really give a shit about maybe and he's like you know what i'm gonna give pittsburgh a little loving oh good point i just realized why one of the reasons i think i like hockey better than other sports where i'm completely fight ambivalent on others well sure that's one of the reasons yeah. <laughs> but another reason is shame Oh? Other sports don't have shame. You don't what think? are you talking? Every sport has shame. <laughs> Not Every like hockey. Not it, like hockey. Is there a penalty box in baseball? Ooh. Okay. They Ooh. have to go in a box surrounded by glass. Yeah, the people just beat on it and go, you fucking suck. Yeah. Uh, okay. And if they point. do even worse, they have to just walk off into this tunnel where people <laughs> throw food at them. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. I never thought about that. <laughs> that. That's one of the great things about hockey. There's so many great things about uh, hockey. Football has a tunnel where people can throw food. Yeah, um, there's no shame. Yeah. They throw flags. Yeah, ho- the best football can do is the guy has to go like sit on the bench. They throw flags and in sulk. football. They throw punches in hockey. Who is the real man? Mm, okay. I'm trying to think. Basketball, they throw punches. Uh, no, they the don't. crowd gets into it. Yeah, Players fight basketball. with the crowd. But, that, the, but they're not allowed to like in hockey. Mm, right, not of the crowd per it's se. Not encouraged. Yeah, it's hard to get to the crowd in hockey, but, but I bet they've it's done it. <laughs> they've done it. 
Who did it? It happens. We're like man on skates goes over. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. Goes over. Like over the, the the boards, the glass. The yeah, but there's How the very fuck well, you, you get can't over go the over the like glass unless you have like a like no, a like you jet get over skate. the board, you, the glass Super behind Mario the boards, and I don't know. You figure it out. Okay, it's happened. They've gone down the tunnel and like around the bend. Yeah, like up come the back. Tunnel, up. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen people like chuck shit into the crowd. Baseball players. and um, basketball are two sports where I can think of where players have gone into the stands to fight the crowd. Right. And that's because the barrier to entry into the stands is very minimal. Yes. Right. Imagine if there was no barrier between the hockey players and the hockey Oh, the game would be six hours. They'd just be fighting the fans. Yes. The <laughs> yeah. There'd be a lot of uh, like injuries to faces with yeah. pucks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it was a great time, and I, uh, I really appreciate my boss uh, giving me the chance to get free tickets, because who the fuck doesn't want free tickets in amazing seats that I then looked up on cost to like 240 bucks a piece. Wow. Yeah. Hey, here's a fun idea. Could you YouTube 1950s professional hockey? Oh. We'll just see what kind of safety features are non-existent at that time. Even 60s would probably be fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Penguins started in the 60s. Oh, yeah. And we're just going to, hey, you're an audio listener. You're like, I can't see. We're going to do a good job giving you guys a play-by-play of what we're watching. All right, so here's um, a There's video a Stanley Cup. of, uh, imagine a video of hockey. This is the 1950 <laughs> Stanley Cup highlights. 1950? Oh, wow. Even the goalie doesn't have a helmet. Well, yeah, they didn't. Or a mask. They didn't even have masks. I'm surprised they had pads. Like, look, these guys are... Just mashing into each other is still hard to follow. They're not moving quite as fast as they would today. Yeah, the puck is basically a puck. What What are these fucking aliens on the ice? There is something that looks like giant squid sitting on the ice. Uh, But they're not real squids. Like they throw in in Nashville. Those are octopuses. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's barely barriers between the audience. I mean, I wonder how many people got like a full hundred mile an hour puck to the face just watching hockey. All right, crazy. so it does look like there is still glass or netting that protects the audience oh, they might uh, have, around like, the netting boards. Netting was an invention that they had then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, it could be plexiglass. Yeah, no, it shines. Oh, yeah, there is it, glass. Yeah, so it's, it is, cl- it is. it's transparent. Yep, I saw, like, a reflection on it. All right, so even 70 years ago, they had these protections for the people. They, mm. they knew this was a good idea. You see all the little heads of people that could get... Yeah blown off with pucks <laughs> or just you know you know what i think though is i think the glass only goes around the, the ends the ends yeah not it's the not on the sides where you probably still get a good puck to the face but like yeah none of these guys are wearing visors or helmets or probably barely any pads and okay. it is uh, insane the goalie did have a helmet for you sure i'm pretty sure yeah look oh, at no, these guys no, they no. look at this guy what the fuck that's we, some weird commercial <laughs> yeah i don't okay Anyway, look up old videos of hockey, and uh, you'll know. What I we're recommend about. going to YouTube and looking up old hockey fights. And you know what's great? Um, I love sports movies, even if I hate the sport. Like I love oh, one yeah? of my favorite movies, Days of Thunder. NASCAR. I hate NASCAR. <laughs> love Days of Thunder. What's your favorite baseball movie? Um, I like a lot of them. Do you? I probably don't like the same ones you do. I like all the kid ones. Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Angels in the Outfield. Field of Dreams? No. That was like a Disney movie. Never saw it. What? Don't want to. What? Man. Doesn't seem fun. If you yeah. build it, they will come. Doesn't it, seem fun. Oh. Seems too sad. Like ghosts or something. Iowa is depressing. Oh, yeah. That's true. But that's where they love baseball. Yeah, well. Um, 
But football movies, Little Giants. You do. So oh, you Little have, Big League. You, you like Baseball? kids yeah. F- movies. Yeah. yeah. He is a child. But hockey, yeah. there's the kids movies, Mighty Ducks. But then the adult movies, Slapshot. Well, face face, face off. That face movie, off. The Goon. No, goon. Goon and Goon Two. Great modern hockey movies. People. Oh, yeah. Goon and Goon Two. Like They're the only both fucking phenomenal hockey movies. I was saying Face Off. What's the movie? What's the Pittsburgh movie? Oh, oh, sudden death. Sudden, sudden death. death. <laughs> sudden death. I got a new With topic. Van Damme. That is a transition from this topic. Well, too bad I can't play music. My bad. My bad. We watched the movie Sweet Girl. Do you know about Sweet Girl? We've we been do. talking yeah. about it for weeks, weeks. girl. Uh, <laughs> and you, you saw it? James? Yeah, we, we saw it. In fact, time, last yeah. week's episode that I wasn't on, uh, Puke brought it up many times while talking to you and Gabriella. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's why we watched it. That's oh, why her yeah, sense. That's why we watched Jeez. it. Yeah, because <laughs> it was... Yeah, she, she said, I messaged James to tell him we watched the movie. Mm, fucking, I'm, I'm delighted. What do you think? Uh, did you like it? I loved it. Did you like it, James? Yeah, I thought it was good. What happened there at the... I mean, it was very Pittsburghy, and that was cool. Well, and, well, it, wait a minute. Are you going to give spoilers? Can't give spoilers, spoilers for anybody who's... Spo- yeah, I don't I, care. The movie's been okay. out for five... Uh, for, it's on Netflix. It's basically free. Yeah, it's been out for four months. Yeah, okay. So Spoilers possible. I've been disappointed so much lately by movies. This is one that did not disappoint. I think that my expectations were low due to the fact that it was free on Netflix and or Amazon. I don't remember. Speaking of free, free guy, disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet girl, uh, not disappointing. Free guy has 10 seconds, well, probably like two seconds of Pittsburgh. Yep. Oh, at yeah. the very beginning. Right. So here's a rundown on the plot for Sweet Girl. It stars Jason Momoa of uh, Game of Thrones Game of Thrones fame, fame. basically, and or um, Aquaman. Aquaman, and he's got a wife, and they've got a kid, and the wife gets sick, and she can't get the medicine she needs because of some kind of corruption in government. Or oh, no, it's just companies. a big greedy pharmaceutical guy. Oh, right. he's so greedy. Oh, as well, took a lot of so many prices. positive principled things out of right. this movie. Yeah, but oh, then Vice oh, shows up, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> is this a movie about like the media and the government trying to stop an evil corporation? Because they're you know, leaving out part of the relationship there, no. but, but that's no. not what it turned out to no, be. It's no, not. a big twist that I won't spoil that part. So it's still worth seeing. But I didn't really get the girl was just imagining her dad. Is that what? No, was? no, no. The girl was okay. What happened is her mom died of an illness, right? Yes. And then her dad was always this protector figure, and her dad got into a fight on the T, the subway of Pittsburgh. Yeah. With a man who stabbed him. That's right. Right? And she witnessed it. Yeah. And it was traumatizing for her because she had just lost her mom. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh Turns out, here's the spoiler. If you don't want it spoiled, stop listening for 10 seconds. Or just jump forward with your little pointer. When her dad got stabbed, the movie plays on as if he were covered, but he actually died. Yes. So, And there is a part where he is missing, and you're like, where's the dad? Mm -hmm. Yes. And... There are fight scenes where Jason Momoa is fighting relatively scrawny men. Yeah. And it seems like he's struggling quite a bit to fight these relatively yes! scrawny men. Uh-huh. And I'm just thinking, this doesn't make sense. They're, why are they pussifying Jason Momoa? Like, he should be able to kick some real ass here. Yeah, he's a big strapping. Like he taught his daughter how to fight. Pacific Islander guy. Little did we know at the time, 
It was actually his daughter the whole time. Yeah. She was channeling her deceased father to fight this fight. Yeah. Yep. To go and just kill a bunch of people. I thought it was fantastic. I, I thought it. it was a very cool twist. I did not I did not dislike it at all. I I thought the twist came the reveal of the twist. Like yeah. the movie went on after the twist for a little long and I was like, "Huh, I wonder if they could have figured out a way to work that out." Mm. But overall, I was happy with it. It's very like if you've lived in a city and then a movie gets made in your city, how exciting for you. Where and the whole it, movie it was, you go, "I've been there. I've been there. I've been there." What was the pickle movie? But hang um uh, Pickle, Seth Rogen? Pick, Picklesburg or something. No, it wasn't Picklesburg. <laughs> it was supposed to be Brooklyn. Uh, American Pickle. American Pickle. Yeah, someone's Pickle. So anyway, I was going to say, not only was it filmed in Pittsburgh, but it was set. Pittsburgh. It was in, set in Pittsburgh in yep. the storyline. So, um, And it almost didn't have any flaws. Yeah. Like geographically. Yeah, there was a little bit at the end chasing where they were, uh, somebody said they were on like Route 8. And, and then, then they, they were into the like, Fort Pitt. So, yeah, yeah. This, it was like, oh, completely yeah. fucked up. But whatever. And you're um, listening at home going, that sounds possible to me. Fuck you. You don't even know. <laughs> you've never even been here. All right. Let me explain it to you. It's like if you were coming towards Pittsburgh down McKnight Road. Yes. But all of a sudden you entered it through the Fort Pitt tunnels, 279 and 376 coming from the south or from the airport. It just doesn't make sense. Right. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? It's like if you're coming down McKnight Road and then you turn the map upside down. And put the tunnel on top of McKnight Road. Exactly. <laughs> when we all know McKnight yeah. Road's in a valley. Right. Did you notice, though, that in uh, one or maybe two scenes, the Highmark building, which was has called a, something else? Yeah, it yeah. was the name of the fictitious uh, pharmaceutical company. <gasps> Yes, because Highmark so they is the health replaced. insurance company. Yeah, so the Highmark building, which has a giant sign that says Highmark, <laughs> which Brett loves to, every time we're downtown, he points up and he goes, oh, Highmark. Yeah. It said whatever the fake. Yeah, Highmark was. was like, uh, keep us out of this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, please, for the love of God, do not associate our pharmaceutical company. What so about I, UPMC? I Did, think that was still on there. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they didn't. Maybe the producers didn't like UPMC. Or... They were like, we don't know what the fuck UPMC is, so they didn't care. They probably thought it was like part of GM Mm. or something, (laughs) or U.S. Steel. I don't know, but I just thought it was funny. They might have, maybe they just did it because they wanted one of the buildings to have the name of that company to just fill in the Mm. uh, Mm -hmm. universe of the storyline. But it was, yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah, the name name of the the company, the drug company, was way too on the nose. It was like, was like, Death Sidrin or something. <laughs> so the movie Murdermopolis wrapped. They wrapped filming. Because you're watching this movie and you go, when the fuck was this made? Right? Because first of all, it's clearly like before the pandemic, but a lot of the themes of the movie are also like, mm. it doesn't seem like this would be an okay movie to make now. Yeah. It wrapped in February of 2020. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So they just fucking made it. Where the, the fuck the was I when they were doing this? Oh, you didn't hear about it? No. Oh, I heard. Oh, I, I knew all about it because housing for film people. Oh, yeah. yeah. I heard somewhere on the in the grapevines of Twitter and or like that incline uh, email newsletter that we'll talk about stuff in Pittsburgh from an extremely left wing bent. But anyway, they'll talk about like, oh, people are looking for extras for this movie with well, Jason Momoa. Oh, and, and stay Momoa tuned, Netflix watchers, for a reboot of A League of Their Own, but it's a Netflix series and they are wrapping up, but they're about to go on strike. Oh, yep. interesting. Oh, why is that? Why is I don't know if I'm going to get paid for one of my houses because they're going on strike. Oh. So uh, mm. when they were in PNC, Gabriella was asking me about extras. 
And I'm like, you're asking the perfect person. I've been an extra in a movie filmed in <laughs> Pittsburgh. So she yeah. said, where do they get all these people? I said, they're probably reusing because the, there's so many people in that scene where he's like climbing up to the roof. Yeah. Like I was like, they're probably just like somebody's facing front here and they just turn them around here and use them again. Right. They'll call it, yeah. what is it, like crowd extensions where yeah. they'll film the crowd, you know, B, B unit, C unit, will film a crowd here. Mm. Then they'll have everybody move and film them there and then they composite the whole thing together. So instead of... 10,000 people in the stadium, they only need 1,000. So unless you are blessed enough to have your face in focus <laughs> yeah. in, a, yeah. in a Pittsburgh film production, you can be used in other places for other things. Yeah. Now, then I started yeah, thinking... Yeah, Brett, you, I mean, you were an extra in a film, but you were... You were like very prominently. You weren't just in the background, some guy like pretending to chew a sandwich. Nope. Last you were shot fucking of the film. right there. It's last shot. shot. Me and Tom yeah. Hanks. And you went like, ha! into the camera and everything it was amazing i did i, I don't did. i don't remember you should all see that it's called uh what's that movie called <laughs> <laughs> the movie ends with brett going bye what's the only movie i was ever in called uh a beautiful day in the bye, neighborhood bye no. won't you be my neighbor no was it called a beautiful day in the neighborhood no what was it called it was called know. mr rogers no it was called a beautiful day in the neighborhood god damn it it was supposed to be called you were my friend isn't that what it's called? No, they changed it right oh. before they put it out. Um, <laughs> so then I started looking like, hey, I wonder if I know any of these people. Because they're all on that scene, right? Like, there are people who just do that for a career. Yeah. They, they pay call- you, I think it was like $125 yeah, beautiful a day or something. Really? Wow. I think they call those people losers because that's not a lot of money and you're probably not getting steady income. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like... I mean, I feel like most people that are extras are taking time off from work and or not working. Right, yeah. Because this isn't... No, this is what they did. There were so many people there, and they're like, yeah, remember when we were on this? Remember when we were on that? I mean, there's always probably something happening here that needs I guess so. There seem to be a lot of productions. And if they don't need you, you just sit there. You know, they're like, we'll need you on this day, but most of the day you just sit there in a little cafeteria. Like play on your phone and hang out, basically? Yeah. Huh talk to each other sounds horribly boring oh it is a beautiful day in the neighborhood <laughs> yeah 2019 yeah yeah because won't you be my neighbor was the documentary yeah right. so go see that you cannot miss me at the end of the movie brett fans yeah or well, tom hanks fans yeah oh yeah yeah i see it for him too but watch it anyway even if you're a brett fan not we've done it all huh yeah is there anything great to come up here yeah i mean i got some problems with fucking chipmunks oh my god i heard the chipmunks i got home last night after the fucking game and i heard the chipmunk in the goddamn there's a chipmunk in the in the ceiling in the basement lovely you just want to make sure that they're not squirrels they might be squirrels we don't know how do you tell yeah you got to see it. You got to see them. Yeah, I haven't seen them. But I can hear them fighting in the walls. Here's sometimes. the thing about chipmunks. So we've been talking on this show lately about geese, ducks, chickens, deer, bears, yeah. all these penguins. Things. We see mm. we see bears in a river. We see deer. What? Who saw bears in a river? People. You, that's where they. Where do you think they catch the salmon? Oh, you mean you didn't? You mean we, we the royal the, yes. we? Okay. You see deer in the river, like they're crossing the creek. Mainly I see them dead on the side of the road. Yeah, but they're crossing the creek, right? You see ducks, they go in, in water. 
They do. They around. That's literally. Right? Yeah. That's what They're they very love. at home yeah. and they can fucking dive and paddle and all kinds of shit. This is an area where the highway department will leave a deer. But. <laughs> sitting around. <laughs> yeah. Think about this. For as many chipmunks and squirrels as you see, uh-huh. I go out there and I sit on my chair and I smoke cigarettes and these chipmunks run right up to me and if I don't move, they don't know I exist. Yeah. And then I move and they freak the fuck out, right? <laughs> and they're just running back and forth. Like through the course of one cigarette, I'll have four chipmunk sightings mm-hmm. and squirrels. I was driving around Oakland today. Oakland, very urban area. Yeah. Within a block, nine squirrels ran into the street. It's called Oakland. Yes. With oak trees. Think about how frequently you see squirrels and chipmunks yeah. with nuts in their mouth, acorns and shit. Yeah. Right? It's a, yeah. That's fairly Have frequent. you ever seen a squirrel or a chipmunk drinking? No. I guess not. Where do they drink? <laughs> They're in the fucking ceiling of this house. Where are they getting water from? Well, they go out of the ceiling. The, I know they go out, but yeah. they just go out to get a fucking acorn to bring it back into the house. <laughs> There's to a- eat the acorn. Leave the debris, poop, yeah. Yeah. and never drink anything. Mm. There's mm. a bar in Squirrel Hill called the Squirrel Cage. Could they be drinking there? Well, <laughs> this is the only thing. If you think about any rodents, they only, guinea pigs, mice, hamsters, uh-huh. they only ever drink out of that bottle that only exists for rodents. That inverted bottle yeah, with, with the, the metal tube ball. and the ball at the end. Yeah. Has that ever existed in any other environment other than a rodent cage? No. And have you ever seen a rodent drink anywhere else besides that weird, <laughs> specific, inverted uh, bottle? I, I guess not. Uh, can I've we, been thinking about this way too much. Clearly. Did you try YouTubing no, squirrel no, drinking? No, I just try to think. I try to use my brain. Okay. I so, don't just go to the, the internet is to solve my drink. problems. But okay. I know for a fact rodents don't drink in the wild. Well, I uh, hear they all are drinking, eating chips, drinking beer. <laughs> they do it all. Here's a squirrel with a Miller Lite. Oh, see, they do need the straw. I mean, that is adorable. That is very adorable. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, I don't. I would assume that they probably like lick moisture in the morning off of leaves in the ground, and yeah, like they they're tiny animals. Source of water. They might. Yeah, they Maybe might. They just piss in each other's mouth. Yeah. Do you think they just extract enough moisture out of the acorns? Anything that they find to eat. Yeah, that that's what I was thinking. Maybe, is yeah. it probably has moisture in it. So every time I go out my side door. Right, the side door of my house, a squirrel runs up a fence and jumps in a tree. Oh, yeah. You go out the back time. door here, they go right up the downspout. Right. <laughs> Just runs <laughs> and, and into jumps the in a tree. So one day, I go, I go down the stairs to go out this door, and I go, and there's a window in the door. And I say, I wonder what that squirrel does before I go out. <laughs> so I open the window, yeah. and he's perched in a tree right next to the fence, and he's watching this bird feeder. Ah, now yeah. I had a little bit of time, so I watched him for a good few minutes, right? What he likes to do, he or she, um, is wait for the birds to go away. Then he jumps from the tree to the bird feeder, gets a little snack, yep. jumps back to the tree, and then I come out and he runs up the fence. So he's just feeding all day from the bird feeder. Their lives are, so we went into Phipps, Gabriella and I, at five o'clock Friday night. Right, or maybe it's 5.30. After the goose ducking. Right, after the goose ducking, right? <laughs> yeah. We go in, we walk by the geese, they're eating. We walk out, hour and a half later, the geese are, yeah, they're all in the same spot because sure. I tagged them. I gave them all names and <laughs> put little tags on them. They're all still right where they were 
still doing the same thing. That's because he killed them. That's all they want <laughs> is to eat these animals. Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, so they can go fly for like 30 hours. But you understand, too, that these animals are eating raw food, so their digestive system, like, it, it doesn't extract as many nutrients as, like, humans. Yeah. Like, humans have the benefit of... I listened to a podcast recently about apes, but they have the benefit of, uh, you know, cooking food allowed us to consume nutrients much faster and digest it quicker, and then we had all this time to yeah, fuck what, you, and have, fight. Have you not seen hunt. a monkey cook? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like gorillas. The You know, gorillas are big animals that eat, like, bamboo and, and grass and shit. They're vegetarians. That's all they do. They eat, like, 100% of the day. Yeah, how do they get so muscular? Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. Oh, they don't right, but protein. their brains don't need as much energy. Yeah, because their brains are quite small. They're smaller. Yeah. Their brains are smaller than chimpanzees, apparently. Right. But, uh, yeah, there's uh, there's squirrels uh, living in this house, which is not going to be a problem in two weeks. Right. So. <laughs> want to give another film recommendation for you guys. It's called My Octopus Teacher. My Octopus Teacher. You can find it on Netflix. I feel like I've heard of this. Watched it last night. Got a little teary-eyed. Is this related to Squid Games? No. It's a great great question, but no, it is not. Uh, A man is like a diver, like a shallow water diver in South Africa, and he befriends uh, a puss, a little puss, right? And they only live a year. And the things they Mm. know how to do, the things they know how to figure out, are they like crows? Do they hold grudges on humans? Oh, no. But... This thing is smart. They regenerate their tentacles if a shark bites it off. Hmm. Okay. And I just found this to be absolutely a beautiful and fascinating film, and I recommend it. If you find yourself... I do love a good cephalopod. You know, you're driving along, and you throw a plastic bag out the window, and you go, ha, ha, ha. This movie might be good for you, right? <laughs> to to be more kind of one with nature, to appreciate the natural world a little bit more. Now, does your bag... Does your Doritos bag going out the window affect the the octopuses in South Africa? It's hard to say. Seems unlikely. It's hard to say. Mm. But enough people doing those things. Like, let's say all of a sudden, like, you know, you throw the bag out the window, you laugh, and things go well for you, and all of a sudden you're an oil company. (laughs) Right? Now you've got your these bagged habits with your bag, you know? Bag habits. Bag habits. So you're like, well, I could do that with it. It was funny when I did it with a bag. Maybe I'll do a little bit of oil. So now you see you are having more of an impact. So you mm. want to think about those things while you're still small. And I don't know. I, I just was really touched by this movie, and it's mm. about a fucking octopus. It doesn't care about me. It probably isn't even alive anymore. True. Yeah. Might die. I didn't see the end of the movie. Might die in the movie. Oh. <laughs> you didn't even see the whole movie? No, I didn't see the whole movie. I, I only watched about half of it. It's and so I'm telling good. You, it's I didn't powerful. even finish. It is such a visually powerful <laughs> movie. The underwater filming that this guy does, I think you'd appreciate it, Puke. I would. I'll check it out. He does this one shot where the camera lens is like above and below the water. And oh, yeah, those that, are fun. Yeah, that's a very cool thing. All right, we did it all. Thanks for coming. And uh, guys, thanks for having me.
Well, before the show starts, I got a problem because like you're in love with these ideas and they're fantastic and they execute and people love it and it's fantastic. Just before the show today, I was trying to be productive and do some accounting or whatever else, something like busy work, productivity. And instead, I had an idea based on the word secession and I spent, I don't know, 40 minutes exploring this idea and I was in love with it. I was writing shit down. I wrote out a whole big thing. Yep. I loved it. And now that I sit down and I'm holding a paper with all that printed out in front of me, there's <laughs> no fucking way. I hate it. I can't stand it. I'm not going <laughs> to. This is the creative process. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I think well, this is not... decreation. Yeah. It's it's the opposite of creative. Yeah, he just crumpled it up <laughs> and now he's squeezing his fist real tight. Yeah. I'm very angry at it. It's the non-creative process. Well, tell you us, haven't created shit. Tell us about your idea. Well, we still have uh, negative one minutes. Okay. Um, ooh, this is interesting. So I actually heard this last night on the Corolla show. He was talking to some guy doing a story about the history of comedy. But they brought up Victor Borga. You know who that is? Uh, the piano guy. Yeah. Yep. So I've always loved this guy. My My dead grandmother introduced me to him when I was very young. And... I knew all this stuff. Was she like, dead at the time? No. Then you could probably just say my grandmother. We would get the context. Oh, I have a, I have an alive grandmother and a dead one. Mm. So I was designated. Does anyone care? Designated. Nobody, nobody knows or cares which grandmother. Okay. So, well, <laughs> she was a piano player and piano teacher. Ah. Anyway, I used to watch tapes of Victor Borga as a boy growing up to the point where I memorized every word. A lot like people memorize Bill Cosby albums or okay. Eddie Murphy or Richard Pryor or whatever. George Carlin. They're not all black. Um, <laughs> but I always loved it. And then over the past week, because of events, I was thinking about like these weird influences in my life that stuck with me for a long time, like weird little things that stood out. And Victor Borg was one of them. And then last night, Corolla was talking about him and they were playing clips from him. Yeah. And he was very much about language. Um, and he would make jokes and long drawn out things and do these performances based on language. And it was pretty entertaining. And it was a lot like Abbott and Costello, like who's on first. So I wrote a whole big thing about words that sounded similar. And I was in love with it while I was writing it, but I fucking hate it now. And it's uh, very much in the vein of Victor Borga or shit like that. Well, let's read it. No, can't. <laughs> I mean, you could try and read it, but it's not going to come across. Ah, give properly. it to me. It's all crumply. It is fucking typed. <laughs> yeah, I can't write. I typed it in Evernote. And this isn't going to work. I want to mute you. All right. I will be... Uh, all supposed to accentuate the bold words. Get okay. a cadence going. All right. Almost like a, an Al Sharpton speech. Oh, jeez. All right. It starts just out with a, a declaration. It was supposed to be a dialogue. Yeah. All right. Um, it's not going to work. See, you got to give up right now. Uh, I could play all the characters. There's no characters. Well, different people having a conversation. Oh, I don't know how to do that. I'm just going to read it. <laughs> 